0: Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the sixth of February, twenty twenty. This is the Gap episode number five hundred and two. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Guri is here. Uh, you're not feeling too great, today. no. Well,
1: this week actually, this whole fucking week, I've been sick. This whole fucking week, right? And I'm actually going go to a doctor today, which is pretty much a fucking last resort. But uh, yeah, yeah, I hate going to the doctor. I don't, I don't know. I'm just not about the doctor. I, my mum's a uh, my mum's a, a nurse and uh, she's never took us to the doctor really so uh, and I think I just associate it you know with like mm. you have to be like fucking proper fucked if you're going to the doctor really sick yeah but uh, this is just hasn't gone away for four days and I kind of just need some sort of fucking answers at this point as to what the fuck is going on so I feel like the answers are on the shelf behind you Chubb Oh, you think it's it's <laughs> booze related? It's, it might be.
0: Oh no, no, I mean like
1: your answer. <laughs> oh, I could I could solve your all my problems. Problem. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, maybe maybe with with some Japanese whiskey, some and some Scotch. That's only a portion as well. You like uh, yeah. you, you're talking about stuff on the video feed that nobody fucking. It's pointless anyway. Um, gotta gotta plug it. Uh, of course. Um, so anyway, with that in mind,s. Uh, we will power through as much of this as we can until I fucking can't go anymore. And then I think yep. Luke's just going to have to wrap it up himself. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So, how are you doing, Luke?
0: Um, yeah, I'm alright. It's, uh, it was the Super Bowl weekend over yep. here. We had a, um, a bit of a get together. Had people come around. Oh, yeah. Watch some watch some football. Forty niners lose. Uh, yell at the football. Yeah.
1: How was how was that lose, experience? Where like was everyone coming around? Were they all uh, Americans or like expat as Aussies or what?
0: Uh, one Australian and the
1: rest were um, Americans. And were they San Franciscan? Uh,
0: it was a, sort of like a mix of. Couple people going for Kansas and um, right. the rest going for San Francisco, right. uh, but yeah, that that last uh, quarter was some stuff. <laughs> I feel like, uh, did you watch it at no, all?
1: I just watched the highlights or the lowlights. Yeah,
0: there there was a a point where San Francisco was basically in front by like ten points and Kansas City scored, and I don't watch a lot of NFL, mm. but. It looked to me like that guy was out of bounds, <laughs> like his foot was on the line, uh, and I brought it up, and and then they showed the replay, and everyone was like, "Oh yeah, looks right, that's like out of bounds," and then they let it go through, uh, and everyone was very confused. And I saw an interview with the guy that like did the touchdown, because mm-hmm. um, I think he he got through that that game, and yeah. uh, might have been MVP. Um, I not really pay too much attention, but anyway, he um. He, yeah, some people, like, brought it up to him, and he was, like, basically, like, yeah, that's, like, that shouldn't have been a try or that a, a touchdown, very touchdown. Yeah. Um, just, like, making a joke of it. Like, yeah, it's just strange. That, and, and that's, like, a thing, a momentum thing, right, where all of a sudden
1: that, that team is, like, back in it, and then they get the ball back, like... Well, they can challenge it's just weird. The, like the call oh. on the field, can't they? The coaches can, or are they out of timeouts, or... No. I don't understand. I, it was it went to a video ref or that's worse. That's so ref? much worse. Oh my god. Yeah. If it was clearly um, out unless on the line is in. Right? Well,
0: uh, in most sports on the line is it generally out.
1: Um
0: like if you're standing on it like a unless it's tennis or something like that where you hit the ball on the line. Um that's considered in, but I don't know. It's otherwise you could anyway i don't know enough about it but everyone else seemed to agree with me and, and even the guy that that did it was like dancing around the issue of being like yep that didn't
1: seem like i got that one
0: <laughs> anyway yeah. um so i did a bunch of that and otherwise yeah pretty chill week uh, playing a bunch of just random sort of random games that are going on which we can talk about um but you watched a movie. Watch a couple movies that I've been trying to get you to watch for a long time. Uh,
1: yes, Uncut Gems uh, hit Netflix uh, last week, and that movie is just fucking stress inducing. Maybe that's maybe that's what's wrong with me. Maybe I got a fucking ulcer from watching Uncut Gems because, <laughs> dear God, I yeah. like. I thought, yeah, I, fucking hell, I thought I was self-destructive. Jesus Christ. That dude makes just terrible decision after terrible decision with no regard for how it's going to impact his life like fucking forty minutes in the future and it's like why why are you doing this? why are you like this and uh it is I'm sound fucking amazing in it uh but he, mm. like he should just stop doing comedies because he's awful in comedies like he he wasn't good in Murder <laughs> Mystery, which is the last Adam Sandler uh, comedy I watched. Uh, watched yeah. all of, rather. Watched all of, because uh, I've watched portions of Grown Ups and Grown Ups 2. And what was that fucking awful one? Um, I watched maybe... The cowboy one? I think maybe seven minutes. Yeah, no, that that wasn't... No, I didn't watch that at all. The ridiculous mm. six, I, I couldn't even bring myself to... Uh, no, fucking like maybe seven minutes of Jack and Jill. Uh and that like Jack and Jill was it for me. That was like fucking I'm done. I'm done with this like Adam Sandler's fucking dead to me. Uh I'm I'm fucking out of here. But uh yeah. So don't like back in the day he was exactly what comedy needed. Uh today he is a fucking mess of a comedy. yeah, you know, comedy fucking actor. But he is a dramatic actor, like you wouldn't fucking believe. I mean, I guess they write parts that work well for him, like the fucking uh, clumsy, loud, swearing hmm. Jewish person. Uh, like, I, I can't imagine who else you would put in that role and have it work anywhere near as good. But, uh, right, yeah is fucking phenomenal in it. And, uh, yeah, like, just, what a fucking... I have never cared about a Celtics game quite as much as I did in that <laughs> fucking movie. Holy shit. Uh, good Lord, I... Oh, I've never cared to see him win, at least. Um, <laughs> but holy shit, man. Uh, yeah, that was... Yeah, it was just a really, really, really smart blending of uh I guess uh <clears throat> time and uh like the, the time it was set in twenty twelve or twenty eleven, whatever the fuck it was, and uh Yeah and like the story itself. They it just blended the two really well. Um Yeah. It was um Yeah fucking awesome really worth watching uh but like you need you, it, it's not something you can watch before you go to bed you need to like have an hour or so to fucking decompress yeah because it, it is like you know, that fucking what's that that Hans zimmer fucking note that he uses in christopher nolan uh-huh films where you know in the like Batman the movies? No, no, the one, the the ones where it's like, ah, <laughs> oh, it just keeps on and you're like, oh yeah, god, yeah. when, when? Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. yeah, like it is just a nonstop fucking rising pitch, uh, and you're like, uh, like a couple of bits that I probably didn't, I didn't think like added that much. Necessarily, like maybe dragged away from the overall like overall part of the film. I mean it was fucking two hours and twenty minutes. And I feel like that is a long time to keep someone like fucking butthole clenched. So Yeah, like maybe maybe they could have cut some bits. I won't say what, right. but like it could like maybe trimmed it a little bit got it under two hours so that you weren't fucking I uh, wasn't like developing an ulcer in real time uh, <laughs> trying to wait to see if, like how the fuck uh, Billy Madison was going to get his way out of the next fucking fuck up he's brought upon himself um, but yeah anyway it wasn't the best movie I watched all weekend though because I watched Dracula 3000 which is the most phenomenal thing I've ever seen in my entire life uh, it stars is he a robot? <laughs> no no it it stars Casper Van Dien, a ah, okay, starship yeah, trooper yeah. motherfucker, uh, yep. as the captain of some spaceship. It doesn't fucking matter, uh, and they come across another spaceship that is just sort of listing in space, uh, and uh, it's full of coffins. And uh, they decide to open the coffins, as you do. Oh, sorry, starring Casper Van Dien and Coolio, the rapper of uh, Paradise, uh, <clears throat> who plays uh, a guy named 187, uh, and they call him 187. 187 is the police code for uh, murder in the uh, in the States. Uh, I'm sure you're aware, Luke, what with all the murdering mm. you do. But uh, yeah, yeah uh, he's called 187 not because of that, but because that is his uh, IQ, and uh, right. so he's supposed to be a smart guy. But... He's... Is 187 smart? Oh, yeah. That, that, like, IQs are, like, inherently an inherently flawed system for fucking measuring anything. But, uh, yeah, 187 is pretty smart. It's based on, like, the the way the IQ works is that if you're at 100, you're, uh, like, flat average. Uh, You're, like... So he's above average. The average person is 100 IQ. He is very far above average. Like even smart people generally test around like 140-ish, right? Uh, So 187. Like, you know, they they used to talk about, I think it was, uh, uh, what was her name? Marie von Savant, I think. I can't remember. Like Mm. way back in the day, she was this celebrity uh, intellectual. Who uh, was mm. reported to have an IQ of, of two hundred, but uh, to give you another fucking measure, like and like she was considered to be the smartest woman in the world. But like another measure of IQ is that um, someone asked Stephen Hawking what his IQ was, and he said in his robot voice, uh, "IQ, knowing your IQ is for losers." So <laughs> uh, it's it's sort of uh, you know there's there's a lot to. To the IQ debate, but anyway, the one eight seven is supposed to indicate that he's extremely smart, and uh, right. but he uh, he gets. This is literally like the fucking first five minutes of this film are literally just introducing. Like they're, they're, there's no like casual introduce introductions. They don't like have them all sitting around a table, uh, like in fucking Alien uh, in the kitchen or, or some shit. Like just talking it through, and you're like, oh, he's the smart guy. Oh. Hmm. He's the tough guy. You know, they got Tiny. Um, remember Friday, the fucking giant dude with the like uh, boss eye? No? Giant black dude, fucking huge beast dude. He's, his name's Tiny. Right. Anyway, uh, they got him in it, and you'd be like, oh, he's the muscle. Uh, and you'd look at Julio, and if you're a racist, you'd be like, he's the, uh, he's the stoner. Uh, no, instead, in the first five minutes... They just tell you he's the stoner. They're like, he's got an IQ of 187. But he gets stoned so often that you might not know. (laughs) And then they just fucking jump in. And they're like, oh, and and then they found a ship floating in space. It's got a bunch of coffins in it. They decided to open the coffins. And then that's it. Like, That's how the story fucking starts. There's no fucking introduction. It's like they forgot to shoot it or something. I've got no idea. Um, Hmm. And you've got fucking... Uh, what's budget cuts? They just went to page thirty and we're like let's go <laughs> yeah, maybe it's 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 definitely possible because they've got udo Kia uh, that German dude who's always doing German things, doing a video log uh, to basically the exact same setup I've got now on our youtube channel watch watch it on youtube um, basically just talking into a fucking webcam uh, in his German voice explaining relevant plot points. Uh, and then, um, and then Dracula shows up, and it's fucking amazing. Coolio is spectacular. Coolio is in a completely different movie to literally everyone else on this fucking on this set. Like he is, he is just doing his own thing. Like yeah, who like no nobody can tell him what to do because he's fucking Coolio, and he's just doing whatever the fuck. And then like everyone else is in the next alien i guess uh, and coolio is i don't know i don't know he's in fucking scary movie 7 or something like he he's just doing whatever it's fucking spectacular it's such a, and the ending i've never i never ever ever saw that ending coming like nobody saw that nobody could have seen the ending coming it is impossible Everyone has to watch Dracula 3000. It is... It It is a (laughs) 2.1 on IMDb of the user score.
0: Or a uh, 15% on Rotten Tomatoes (laughs) for audience rating. So, yes, you're recommending some very different films here from Uncut Gems to uh, Dracula
1: 3000. This is definitely in the so bad, it's good area. Like... But it is so much better than you you could imagine. Uh, mm. It is phenomenal. Uh, yeah, we went through and read all the uh 10 star reviews afterwards, and it was it was very worth it. It was highly worth it, because, yeah, 10 out of ten, a mentally handicapped ape could produce a better shit than this. 10 out of 10 They go all in Right But it's truly the best Worst movie I've ever seen How does it rate Compared to Dracula 2000 Because I, I remember seeing that Not one Not related at all No And significantly better than Dracula 2000
0: <laughs> Dracula 2000 had um, uh, Gerald Butler Wasn't he the vampire?
1: <laughs> yes Yes he was <laughs> <laughs> yes and Jared Butler yeah and we don't hold it against him I guess
0: <laughs> I remember seeing that one in the
1: cinema <laughs> <laughs> did I? did you? how fucking disappointed would you have been? I don't think it
0: came out oh it came out in 2000 maybe I didn't see it at the cinema um hmm, hmm. maybe it was a different film different dracula film right <clears throat> anyway um yeah uh adam sandler just signed like a new deal with netflix for four films um right so either you'd be getting some more murder mystery which was the uh the most watched film on netflix last year yeah although or you'll be getting more uncut gems because that is also a netflix uh production yeah <clears throat> Um, but yeah, it's, it's his, uh, what's his company's name? Is it Happy, Happy Madison? Yeah, or... yeah, Happy Madison. Yeah, so it's his production company. It's like another deal. The last time, I think, I think it was six films for $250 million. Right. Um, I don't think they've disclosed what this one was from what I gathered, but, uh, yeah, more Adam Sandler films coming to Netflix. Hopefully, more in line with, with sort of what he's just done. Cause I also saw Motor Mystery Party and, uh, did not like it that much. So, and I really like. It was, murder I think Gems is my second favorite film.
1: I didn't hate *Murder <laughs> Mystery*, but yeah, I, I like *Murder Mystery* films, and whew, wasn't thrilled. No, yeah. Anyways,
0: Anyways, should we talk about some video games? Yep. 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 Um. I'll just jump in. May as well. Uh, *Ghost Recon Breakpoint*. Mm. The uh, Terminator live event that they're doing which started last week and runs for a um i think until the end of this week or something like that um it's sort of broken up into two parts first part was a um a campaign mission and uh the second one was like a continuation of that campaign that kind of um rounds out the story but surrounding all of that is like this um like a battle pass system they've got going uh like a you know you earn you earn points and as you're you're accumulating points you get unlocks to to cosmetic rewards and things like that because um, they've got daily uh, dailies attached to them so you can go in and do like terminator daily missions and each mission is kind of a little bit different as well and so it's a bit more It feels like a lot more fleshed out compared to what they did with the Predator DLC for Ghost Recon Wildlands um, when that came out way back when and
1: game of the year you mean
0: I I really like the idea of like having a set themed event but then also just not making it like a um, you know sort of like a one and done type thing and you kind of do it and that's it Whereas this is like this weekly, two-weekly long event that's got the main mission, but also these side things you can go and do and, and explore the world. So I think that is a really cool um concept and and uh I like a way of delivering the content. Um unfortunately, the um Terminator is a tough thing to kind of deal with because it, at the end of the day, it's uh this I mean it's a cyborg right that you can shoot at yeah and that's pretty much all it does <laughs> like at least when you look at something like the predator it it had um interesting interactions and 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 uh you know they could do interesting things with sort of the narrative and the the way that this thing could sort of hunt you down and and interact with the player character whereas that's not something that really can happen here because it, it's just a brooding cyborg that just doesn't stop coming for you yeah. um, and just soaks up a bunch of damage and so that's kind of where the problem lies with, with this content is that there's not really much to it and um, you know they, they, they there are definitely some interesting ideas there that uh, they go for one of them being like the first time you kind of encounter this Terminator you can't really do anything to it <laughs> It's like it's just like this thing that just hunts you down and chases you. Right. And that's a cool idea. Like, um this and that's like the the premise of the film, right? Is that it's it's this overwhelming force that kind of keeps coming for you and doesn't stop no matter what. Um and and that's the, the kind of the introduction to the to the uh, to the event that the game gives you. Um but at the end of the day this is a it's a shooter game, right? And you kind of wanna fight these things. Yeah. And so once you're given that opportunity that's kind of when things start to break down a lot and you're um, you start to see through like what they're trying to do um, uh, and, and yeah I don't know if that's necessarily the game's fault or just the nature of the the content they've gone after by having it be the Terminator because um, you kind of put yourself in this so you you're finding this box 800s right? right you're finding a 8 eight800 Just one. In the first one. Right. The first uh, portion of the campaign. Um, From what I understand, the second one features multiple. But all tier. Which I haven't played yet. As far as I'm aware, the tier 100 yeah.
1: See, there's a problem. I think the problem with that is that, like it doesn't really translate to video games very well, right? Like, the concept mm. of the Terminator is that it's an unstoppable killing machine and it could be almost anyone, right? Uh, for Yeah, I mean, it could look like a person. Yeah, yeah it, it could be, yeah, any six-foot-four bodybuilder. Uh, but, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like... There, there's a there's a problem there in that like once you've analysed who who it is, once you've worked out who it is, that is the the cyborg, right? The the there's no there's nothing more for a video game to do with it because to kill yeah. the Terminator, it, it was always a narrative device. It was always a narrative like that was always the singular goal. Like if you think about it in terms of a video game. Literally getting a single kill in the Termi- in Terminator One is the fucking is the win objective. That's like that's the the goal, and so like that doesn't translate very well into a video game itself mm-hmm. because it it just winds up sort of being a um like an enemy with a really long health bar, kind of, uh, and. I can't imagine that that would be fun to deal with for a long time. At the same time, you need something for people to feel like they're like they're actually achieving. So, yeah, like I don't know, like as opposed to the T one thousand, which like there are numerous ways, it's significantly more challenging, right? Because it it isn't forced; it could be anyone, right? It's an unstoppable machine, and it could be anyone. And it literally could be anyone, right? And so you you could have it in fucking cities and stuff melding in with other people. Right. And that would actually be pretty interesting from a video game perspective. You know, maybe you have to, I don't know, use the thermal fucking vision on your drone thing to work out which one it is and then you got to go hunt it down and if, like, it'll change forms every... 30 seconds or something and like there's there's a bit of prop hunt in that game concept that actually lends itself quite well to a video game mission and then Mm -hmm. you've also got multiple ways to sort of slow down a t-1000 outside of like it's vulnerable to cold uh but not like killable not terminally vulnerable so you sure. you can use cold to slow it down and then heat to finish it off. And you can like sort of slow it down by shooting off limbs and forcing it to like re-convene itself. But yeah, the T-800 doesn't really lend itself to any of that because essentially all it's going to happen is you're going to shoot off part of his face and there'll be a red eye and he'll be like, oh.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's a bullet sponge, right? Yeah. And that's that's kind of the box they sort of trap themselves yeah. in, um, by picking this fictional character as like the nemesis for the for the event, yeah. um, and, and because the the sort of like the game surrounding Breakpoint is a shooter, um, like if you were to do something in the uh, like in Terminator art uh, maybe like a dead by daylight where your your characters are pretty much unable to do anything against the the thing chasing you and it's a it's a co-op game like the point of that game is to run around and complete objectives without damaging or, or hurting the thing chasing you like that that works in that um, that game yeah. like because you know that's what that game is about um, or even like a um, you know the thing you just talked about we're putting it in a world, um, and having this thing come after you and being anybody like, you know, in a watchdogs or in a grand theft auto type situation, whereas this is a military shooter yeah. where pretty much everybody you're coming up against, you're trying to take out except for the, you know, sometimes you'll go to uh, a facility and there's civilians around and whatnot. But at the end of the day, they're just like most people with the weapons are the ones you're going after anyway. So there's not much of a challenge yet. Yeah. Um, so I think the way they need to needed to have approached this was by uh going after that idea of this thing being a force coming after you consistently while or giving the player objectives um to go into. Beyond. Do you know what I mean? Like, like having brain this-
1: crumbing them into like creating the scenario where they can kill the t- terminator without like without being able to shoot it. Right?
0: Yeah. yeah. Um because kind of what happens is the first time you interact with this thing um the idea is the premise is that there's a lady on the island um there's rumors that she's going around saying she's from the future and there's there's robots that are hunting them down and whatnot which which fits interestingly with the the premise of the game as well because it's all about robots and drones and like that sort of theme um and uh, and so you basically go and rescue her and then this Terminator shows up and she's kind of like, your weapons don't do any damage. Um, we need to get out of here. And then from there, you are tasked with getting out of the area and and leaving. <clears throat> and uh, you can see the Terminator on the map. Like it's, it's, there's an icon that shows you like where it is at that stage. But then as you get further and further away, it kind of just disappears and it's like, oh, you've avoided it, you know, type thing. And you can go on and do the next part of the mission i think what they could have done which was it would have been interesting was have this terminator maybe um just chase you yeah. the entire time like have it be there and have it say like n- maybe it didn't even need to notify you that like it is in the area but um just have it show up yeah just have it always chasing you um and always sort of be tracking you down and then once you uh spot it so there's in-game spotting system in the game where it marks players once you spot it it's like there it is it's it's here again shit i need to either get out of here or you know do something else and have it be this like thing that is always hunting you down i think that would have been an interesting idea and i don't think that's how it works at the moment yeah um even though it sort of alluded to that because i went and did the next mission in the chain and then that mission was basically like um, she wants you to go find some experimental weapon parts and then put them together, and that will make the weapon that does damage to the Terminator. Right. And you, you basically build this gun, and then oh, you can do damage now. And it's um, yeah. And then the next chain in that step is go to this encampment, and you'll be able to um, fight it. And that's pr- it's just basically a Terminator encamp. Deal goes bad. Terminator kills everybody. And then you're fighting this Terminator for a couple minutes while it just... It basically just runs... It doesn't run at you, but it walks at you. It's got like a, a machine gun or something like that. And uh, it takes a crap load of damage to take down. Right. Um, yeah, uh, that's, that's kind of where the problem with the the design concept or the design of the this mission comes from is that it's it's a bullet sponge at the end of the day. Yeah, um, And I think they could have went in the direction of having this thing chase you down while you're doing other things and then bring it to a point where you find like you know you're finding all these weapon parts or you're trying to find all these weapon parts that are scattered throughout the world but have this thing like const- constantly chasing you and maybe you're like halfway through this this mission and you're like well maybe i need to bail or i need to get through this quicker or something like that or um I don't know, cheese. Maybe they tried that and it wasn't fun. But I'm just like throwing ideas at how like I could have, I would have sort of approached it.
1: What would have been interesting uh, is if you had your idea right. It's always on your uh, tail. It doesn't matter how fucking close it is, right? You can Mm. never do any damage until you've got all the parts of the weapon. But yeah, if you lure it into like a fucking smelting plant, you can kill it the fucking traditional way or some (laughs) shit, right? And but you still gotta like. And have, like, that one... you got to have that one-shot kill, right? Because that's what fucking works in Breakpoint is, like, ultimately, you know... The headshot. The headshot's supposed to be... Instead of a headshot, right, you shoot a chain that drops a fucking molten... Like, a thing of molten metal on on it or something like that. And it's not even a little bit signposted, right? Like, it'd be one of those things where you, you would have to be very familiar with the fucking franchise maybe not even, like, fucking just basically familiar with the fucking franchise right familiar enough with the franchise to understand how the fuck, how to kill a fucking Terminator and then, yeah, you'd also have to, like I think you'd have to have some sort of manner to, like signposts that you can mm. shoot that shit down, maybe like to enter the building in the first place you'd have to shoot a chain of uh, Lower the fucking doors or, so, or open the doors or something like you'd have to have some way to indicate that that is a possibility because I don't think it is something they do much of in breakpoint but like if if they were to do that, that would be very interesting because while you would have your like your mission of finding items, which is time mm. pressure time sensitive, you could also abandon that and simply go for the meta. Terminator fucking solution, which is the melted in fucking lava or whatever. Or, you know, even better, like... Mate, steal a fucking helicopter and fucking crash it into it or something like that. Like... <laughs> yeah. See what you can do. Like, find other ways to... Like, you'd have to... You'd have to have the one way to kill it and you'd have to have a couple of other not described, like, not fucking uh, elocuted fucking ways to, to kill it that like are just pure intu- intuition from players. Right. Like yeah. they would have to be able to do things outside of the actual signpost mission, And the the signpost mission wouldn't have to be nonlinear as fuck. It'd have to be like, you can go, the parts are at a through fucking F and you can go to A and then F and then D and then fucking E and like in any order or like A to F and leave F because the Terminator is there and then go to E and then come back to F and like you would have to have it very nonlinear so that people felt that they weren't like that that leaving was an option that they weren't sort of like forced down a path of just like go here get this do this blah blah like that's that's. I think that's the only way you'd be able to do it and make it into a satisfying situation. Because while the linear, the linear path worked for Predator, because of the nature of the Predator uh, as a as an enemy, it certainly doesn't work for the Terminator. Because like, they sort of just fucking killing the Predator is pretty linear in and of itself. They like lure it into a fucking ambush, right? it's yeah. pretty much point A to point B I mean it's they're not or point A to point C they're supposed to go to point B but like yeah they just go to point C and yeah that that that's how it ends but the Terminator films are a scramble they're a constant like oh fuck we've got to fucking get out of this disco we've got to get away on this truck we've got to fuck- oh sorry on this bike oh uh, we like fucking get away from this truck like It's a constant fucking scramble to move on to the next thing. It is fucking Adam Sandler making worse and worse life decisions at all times. Like, it is... That's the fucking nature of it. Like, it is a fucking... This non-linear storytelling experience... Where they're just constantly trying to work out what they can do. So, yeah. You would have to give people the opportunity to obviously a movie's not non-linear just to just to get out in front of any fucking but uh that's (laughs) like that's it's meant to be narratively it's meant to feel that way and yeah I think that's what you'd have to capture if you are to tell that story in a video game uh which sounds like it doesn't so it's all T-800s which is yeah a bit disappointing do they look like Arnie nope
0: (laughs) they didn't get his likeness either um, so they don't look like Arnold um, as far as I'm aware they're only t800s. Well, the one at least that I've come up against or, or, or um, you know in the first half the next bit is out but I think it's just the campaign that has changed right. like the next uh, whereas the dailies and that sort of stuff um, I don't think they release like more dailies or anything like that they are very, like there's a variety of different dailies that are on there yeah um, but I haven't gone in and done the uh, the next bit, which I believe is like a. There's multiple of them, and I'm I would struggle to figure out how that would work, in a solo game at least, because I was I was um, <laughs> I was run, doing a lot of running around, yeah, just fighting that one. So, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, it'd be interesting. But otherwise, like I I like the idea of, um, having this event surrounded by other content as well like it's not just a, a 30 minute campaign like it's it's a decent like hour and a bit um but then you've got all the other stuff surrounding it which is which is cool should just um, so predators jump in
1: yeah or predators in the jungle
0: yeah um, i mean that'd be cool for them to go back to but i, I feel like this is tied to Dark maybe fate. the movie
1: yeah um but yeah they should uh uh it it would have been fucking awesome if they could have waited for Watchdogs to drop. This would have been a fucking I, I can fully see this as an amazing tie-in to Watchdogs. It'd be fucking phenomenal. Uh, I can I like I can't stop imagining how fucking cool that would be. And even like it'd be cool with the T eight hundred in the manner that we've described. But holy fuck, imagine it with the T one thousand and it could be fucking anyone. You would the paranoia levels would be out of control. It'd be fucking amazing. That'd be really cool yeah yeah anyway um so that's out now uh, i believe
0: it's running for a little while still but um you can definitely jump in and check out the two campaigns for that right now ghost recon it really made me just jumping in being like man i just i just want to i want a battle rail in this engine like it yeah. looks so good that engine um and i hope they do 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 do, do, do. Uh, something with with a battle royale at some stage with with that game because it looks it looks amazing and uh just like the mechanics of it like the whole the stuff that's already built into like a ghost recon game with gone prone and camo and and uh you know the way the weapons work and that sort of stuff like it fits really well yeah um so it like that would definitely be something i'd check out it, it looks we've been talking about it since Ghost Recon Wildlands how much we we it in there you know they got vehicles in there helicopters and giant areas and yeah it just fits fits perfectly I feel like yeah they just haven't done it yet no. which is disappointing yeah. anyway Ghost Recon Breakpoint Terminator that is that hmm. cool um other things on here uh let's talk about Magic the Gathering Arena this is oh, yeah. an email we got last week yep asking us to check it out and oh, i certainly did i downloaded it nice one while we were on the podcast genius yeah it's multitasking. You didn't, i didn't you didn't play it
1: no mm. there is a bird going nuts i can hear it right now um no i was gonna play it and then i got a <laughs> commission to play another game and uh i right. don't want to fucking confuse myself with multiple systems so i stayed away yeah mm. um so yeah i've talked about magic the
0: gathering before on the show at least the the video game um that have been released video games that have been released a while back and then we we've talked about magic the gathering card game uh a bunch when we were getting invited to events one night and somebody asked how come we're not going to those events anymore what's going on um there's a there's an arena game that's out now you can check that out and so I, i i downloaded it it's free to play um and uh, checked out a tiny bit of it um, so what I can say is that it's, it's, uh, it's a, if you've never been introduced to Magic the Gathering it's like a collectible card game where you build decks and you fight other players and you cast spells and creatures to try and um, eliminate your opponent and it does a really good job of, of teaching you as a player like the basics of how Magic works um, like putting your land cards down and then accumulating land cards to cast creatures and uh, creatures on the battlefield and then um, never picking up a land card uh, yeah picking up another land card and then getting another land card mm-hmm. and and getting a creature card which you can't play
1: yet because it's it's too high level But <laughs> then another land card and another land card and yeah. watching as you die uh, yeah slowly classic magic <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: that's magic um but yeah it does a great job of like introducing all these mechanics to you and um what I I really like about the magic the gathering video games is that they, they've always done a great job of teaching you like the really um specific uh like traits and um little like words such as things like haste or um, little effects that that you can cast on a card and causes something to happen um, whereas when you're playing with the actual card game it'll it'll say something on there and you're like I don't understand what that like keyword means and you've got to grab like the the manual out or like the the latest season um, instructions and be like all right this is a new mechanic they've introduced what does that mean and then go through and read it and be like oh okay so I need to do this specific thing when this happens um whereas here it'd be like this is a flying creature Uh, obviously flying has been around for a very long time Mm. but for somebody that does know what flying is they would look at that card and be like I don't really know what that means whereas you can hover over that text in the game and it will be like flying creature not blockable by you know ground units can't attack it type stuff and that sort of thing yeah um or like you'll hover over haste and it'll tell you about like summoning sickness. And so that sort of stuff is really cool because you can kind of just look at the card and it'll have a keyword there and you'll be like, I don't know what that is. And it'll tell you on the side of that. Like It's pretty much
1: par for the course for card games these days though.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so that's what I really like about these uh, like computer versions of the games is it's really easy to understand um, yeah. the intricacies of... Mechanics that have been around for for decades, or even not even that, even you know, months when they introduce new mechanics in each season. Yeah, um, and so, uh, that stuff is really helpful, especially on the fly when you, you kind of just not really sure what's going on. Um, you know, the, the card will pop up on the screen and that an opponent throws at you or, or places, and it's got like a, te- a wall of text and rather than just being put on the ground like it'll show up for a little bit and show you like here's what they're playing and you know it gives you moments to actually read through like oh okay like I've never seen this card before what does it say Uh, and then you know you can go through and read it and get an idea of exactly what they're they're doing to you Um, so that stuff is really cool it's definitely like I haven't had any issues learning all these cards that they're putting out or the different mechanics that are in the game um, stuff that I've never heard of before uh, and just like different card variants that that have um, that like I've never seen so that that stuff is really helpful for somebody that uh, you know wants to learn more about the game and and doesn't have an accessible way of going down to like a store and playing with somebody else and having them teach you like yeah. having the game be able to teach you that stuff is is super handy mm. um, so I' really like that sort of stuff the um in terms of like the the look of the game I think it could be do with some work um it's it's sort of it's not like a you, you're not like putting cards on a flat surface it's more like an angled surface and so you get this weird like skewed perspective on the cards um like a, a warping effect when you're playing like a Hearthstone, the cards are flat on the ground and you can see the artwork and they look really nice whereas this is more angled and so they're they just look funny can you change um, it with the
1: scroll wheel or anything
0: I don't think so
1: so I found I'm out sure you can fair. do that in fucking Underlords the other day I'd never done that <laughs> you before you can fucking what? look straight down on the fucking I'd, no, I'd yeah, I never I'd never done it before but point. you can also look yeah. like, like it's a third person fucking game or some shit yeah it's fucking like I've got the skin
0: in Underlords where it's the um the tree one oh, yeah. so not the uh, the forest and there's a, there's a tree, like, right in your view oh, uh. if you go all the way down. <laughs> it's like, this isn't really practical. No. well done. All. Well done. Good skin. Yeah. Um, but, so, that's the only thing I don't like about the the, the look of it. Yeah. Uh, whereas, it feels really good. Like, every time you attack somebody, um, like, you can feel, you know, the weight of them pounding the card on your enemy and taking damage from them. Or it's really easy to, you know, get an understanding of... When you're blocking players, and um, you know who you're blocking, and in what order you'll be blocking, and that sort of stuff is really nicely laid out. So it's uh yeah, it's it's just a really nice way of um, teaching players and getting them to understand the mechanics of the game. Uh, and then there's stuff like um, it's a free-to-play game, so there are there's a ranking system in there um, where you can just play ranked games or you can play casual games uh for free and then there's like a an events mode where that seems to be more tailored towards the people that want to spend money in the game and um play professionally I guess maybe so i cuz i haven't i haven't spent any money in it so i'm not diving into any of that sort of stuff but it seems like you buy um a currency and then you can put that currency into getting you into these events and there there seems to be a couple of them in there sort of like the traditional um you're given a bunch of unopened packs and you've got to make a you know a deck out of that pack and off you go see how many games you can win and then there's other ones in there that um yeah that seem to be more like event based of, of like uh maybe like set set decks you can go and play with um but i again i haven't looked into it too much but it, it seems to be like on like a rotating roster there's like an events calendar you can jump into and see when these um, will rotate in and out of uh, the game um, but otherwise yeah it seems pretty cool like this seems to be their solution to the not annualizing these games but every couple of, a couple of years they are kind of bringing out like a new Magic the Gathering yeah. um, whereas this seems By to be their, their platform and
1: 2015 or whatever yeah, fuck, yeah. Yeah.
0: They're one platform they've got, and it's like, you play it on this now, and I you just you, keep updating the game. If you went
1: back to, yeah. to like the games when we were talking about their annual release or biannual release... Mm-hmm. Biannual? Biannual? Annual? I don't know. Whichever one means every two years. Uh, if you went back to those episodes, because Jung used yeah. to talk about them all the fucking time... Um, <clears throat> Sorry, uh, if if you went back to them, um, we were probably talking about how they needed to sh- switch to a fucking platform back then. Um, yeah, like I, it's it's easily the smartest fucking move they made um, because it just makes it so much more streamlined and accessible, and like removes a lot a lot of the fucking innate uh, hang-ups. I think a lot of people had, I I certainly had, with the annual mm. thing was like, well, I don't fucking I, don't know, I don't want to come back in two years later. I don't want to buy a fucking brand new one. Can't I just play like? Why isn't it just like fucking Hearthstone? It's basically certain. Yeah. I, so I said those exact words because I've always wondered it. Like, why isn't it just like fucking Hearthstone? Why didn't they just adopt the Hearthstone like concept as soon as they fucking saw it? Because they fucking should yeah. have. And yeah, it's basically what they've done. Like, yeah, it. it fucking works for magic works really well like it it's always made a lot of sense for magic i guess the reason they didn't do it was because i think card sales are a huge portion of not just like like physical card sales are a huge portion of the fucking uh monetization scheme for magic uh mm-hmm. and but it's also a, a lot of the mythos around the game revolves around card sales you know that there, there are those you know, they, I think they had a lot of stories, a lot of hype, um, ca- even casual, like not even fucking news stories, but like casual stories about, you know, pulling a fucking fantastic card or whatever. I know it's largely what we always talked about whenever, like, we'd talk about what fucking crazy car we pulled. I uh, got that fucking, <laughs> yeah. that insane fucking God one, whatever the fuck it was that time. We got fucking Cthulhu or whatever he was, like, fucking stripping cunts up. It was, uh, that was pretty cool. Like so I understand why they didn't go there immediately but I think if they'd gone there earlier it would have been far more beneficial for them in the long term so it's nice that they've gotten there eventually and I'm sure it will reap rewards for them which is cool
0: yeah yeah. Um, and so the the only uh, the issues that I was kind of running into gameplay wise was the the matchmaking stuff um and so there's like a ranking system in there for if you want to play ranked yeah um and there's different like tiers like your bronze, silver, gold I don't know platinum whatever it, whatever it is and then each one's kind of like bronze one or bronze two um anyway so I would jump into a game press like my first game press it off I go and then like I was being matched up against people that were in bronze but they were not in like my bronze level right. they were kind of a couple of levels up yeah and the the issue there is that you're now playing against players that have played longer and the idea behind this game is that you the more you play the more the, the more cards you get right mm. um because you're getting this um that cu- a currency while you're playing and then every time you want to go and buy a new um pack to open you spend that currency and you get cards and then you make your decks more powerful and things like that. And so now I'm all of a sudden, I'm, I'm a brand new player and I'm going up against people that are higher ranked than me, playing against cards that they've got that are better at that stage. Yeah. Uh, and then so I'm all of a sudden, like, you know, winning one out of every five games because I'm just getting destroyed by these people that haven't played much, obviously, but they're getting, like, this they, these ridiculous cards and, uh, like, off the bat. So uh yeah the matchmaking is a bit finicky um and it's not like it was taking long to find matches it was you know within 10 seconds or something like that sort of stuff so it wasn't really like the the breadth of the player pool was not being like i'm gonna wait a little bit and see if someone else comes along it's kind of like oh here's a bronze person let's chuck him in against this this one here um and yeah for a game like that where it is very, like, the more time you've kind of put into it or the more money you've kind of put into the game, um, the better off you're probably going to be in terms of your, your luck. Um, yeah, is a, a bit of an issue. So I wish the the matchmaking... That seems like one dark. of
1: those things that will sort of even itself out real quick, though. You know, like, right. I, I think it's, it's one of those things where, you know, being very new... You sort of yeah. just have to get over this initial fucking hump and then it will fucking be a lot more gradual.
0: Right. Yeah, but how many... For a player that's very new to the game and doesn't really understand... Yeah. Um, for them to get chucked into a game uh, and then be constantly losing, like that's not a good feeling for that player and not understanding what they're doing wrong. But in the at the end of the day, they're not doing really anything wrong. They're just going up against people that have better cards than them. Or that have have played like they've got a modified deck that has maybe something slightly bit better um so yeah, I think that's just like a from a matchmaking standpoint like try and pair them up against newer players that that
1: maybe haven't got what these other players have I just don't know how um, like to- how you'd necessarily solve it without literally just putting people up against others who have had the same like. Like, even even Rainbow Six has, like, a newbie pool that has you playing against people who have only played up to Rank 20, right? But Rank 20 yeah, yeah. is enough for you to have gotten a number of more operators, or if you purchased all the operators, I'm not sure how the fucking monetization of Rainbow Six Siege still works, uh, but if you've got all the fucking operators, right, like, you will have way more operators available to you, right, than someone who is starting free-to-play or didn't buy the season pass, whatever fuck. However the fuck that works, right? Has available. Right? Like there there's always going to be some sort of imbalance between someone who's literally just started playing and someone who is yeah. at the cusp of leaving that fucking realm, right? But you have to you have to pool them at some way. Like the pool has to exist at some fucking level. Because otherwise mm. matchmaking becomes too complex. Like you, you can't find enough people unless yeah, you're literally I, I started playing at the same time, and we just fucking played against each other, and then you would be able to guarantee that we would played the same amount of fucking games, I suppose. You know, like it's it's, a, it's very tricky. They're just gonna fucking, and you just sort of fucking have to wear it, I guess. I mean, ideally, yeah. I guess, <clears throat> ideally, I guess, uh, the the that pool wouldn't necessarily punish the extremely new, but I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how you get around, right? Like I just don't know. I like, I can't imagine a scenario where you'd be able to fucking avoid literally the scenario you're in. Uh mm. because of the yeah, the just the nature of matchmaking itself. Unless could you play against AI and earn the cards that way, maybe? Uh you can play against uh AI,
0: um or bots, but um there are like daily uh daily quests that you can do and that allows you to get this currency that goes towards you buying more packs and yeah um, so maybe it's one of it's those things really.
1: right like maybe you're just supposed yeah. to do it that way like in fucking Dota or something right like you're not supposed to stop playing t- team matches against AI for like 30 hours or some shit right like yeah there there is a limit of like play five matches or something like that
0: against AI and then it goes alright now oh, right. now you can go and play the normal mode <laughs> right okay um, and I've gone through and done there's like a um like an orb like a system where you can go and and you get these orbs and then you put the orbs in like the red section it's like oh you get these three unlocks now yeah and so like i've done that entire section for the the, the deck i'm using yeah uh like i can't get any more cards out of that that part like the only way i can get cards now is by going and opening new decks and, and things like that yeah right um
1: yeah, like, and, I, there was Coind one Zone, game right? I played... Like, if they were to incentivize, I suppose... Because that's one thing Hearthstone does, I believe. I haven't been a new player for Hearthstone, in, in Hearthstone, for literally since it came out. But that's one thing that could, it could be, is they make you play, I think, th- through with every single class, I believe, like mm. a starter deck. They make you do that. Uh, if that were to extend out more than five. Like, maybe if it was, you've got to play five games against AI, uh, but we recommend you play 30, right? Yeah. Uh, and you could have a counter so that, like, the fucking compulsives out there would be all like, oh, well, i got to get my fucking 30 games in. And it would be, like, a casual aside for people who just sort of want to comp stomp sometimes. But, yeah, like, as soon as you've done five, you can go and play fucking against humans but we strongly recommend you continue to play against ai for a little bit and as you play against those ai and maybe once you get to 30 you get a large coin injection or something so you can buy a bunch of cards something like that to like really and you know it's large enough a large enough fucking goal that it's not necessarily going to uh destroy their economy, like it's it's something you'd have to actually work at uh, but would also incentivize people to stay outside of the fucking matchmaking pool until they had enough cards to make them actually capable I still yeah. don't know if you would, like, if people were if everyone did the 30 then you would still wind up in the same situation you would still go, like right. if everyone did the 30 and then went into the fucking uh, pool, into the matchmaking pool then you would still have the same situation where Bronze 1 versus Bronze 5 would be a significant fucking disparity. And Mm. that's the problem, I think, is that I don't think it's something that you can easily solve. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, like they're just sort of between a rock and a hard place. Right. Yeah, and I think that's why I
0: would prefer... Well, I've always preferred the, uh, the, the draft game mode as opposed to the um like constructing your own deck type stuff uh like we've done in the past when we've gone to events because i feel like at that stage it's it starts to be a little bit more like everybody's on a level playing field in terms of the cards they're given and then it comes down to like a player's skill and how much they know about the game um and, and whereas the the mode that you kind of only offered at this stage in the actual video game is the constructed deck, so it's the players that have put more time or more money into the game as opposed to like uh, like everybody starting on that playing that same playing field, uh, and that's the mode that's kind of locked behind the um, the currency, the in-game currency that they've got in the game. Um, so that's the one that I can't actually play. Right, the, which sucks. That's a bummer. so. Yeah, yeah. Because I know that Hearthstone has that, but it's um, you can still play that game uh, by, by earning um, whatever the in-game currency is in that game. Like You can still get in there and do it. I think by... is it, You like dust card, cards or something like that? I can't remember. Um, to sort of buy your way in there. And maybe that is in this game, but from what I could understand from playing it so far is that uh, I wasn't earning any currency from from what i was doing to play that uh that special mode at the moment yeah um obviously haven't put a ton of hours into it but uh yeah that that wasn't accessible to me so i was kind of just playing the standard mode where you make you make your own deck and you you add to it and make your cards better as you go through it so anyway um yeah i I think it's a like it's a great starting point for people that that want to learn about magic because it does a really good job um of like teaching you all the really interesting aspects of the game like even stuff that i didn't know about it like when we went to events like nobody really kind of explained properly how blocking worked um but from what is in this game there's like a there's like a positioning system in blocking like who blocks first who blocks second and you know so on and so forth and then how that affects how much damage each card takes like i never really was taught <laughs> that stuff from what i understood it was kind of just we were doing it differently well, wait, um, okay. yeah enough. yeah like I, you can block in multiple cards but like how each one takes damage is affected differently um right like it's sort of like a trample effect but anyway uh it, it's called magic the gathering online you can play it on pc and the arena Arena, sorry, yeah, Magic: The Gathering Arena. Um, is it on mobile? Not as far as I know. I th- Let me check. No, not yet. Well, which
1: is uh, that's a mistake. I should get on that.
0: Yeah, they they had. Um, I feel like they had it on mobile. One of the other games they had, maybe it was online. Um, they had it on mobile. Let me check no that's weird there was definitely one that was on a mobile device because i've played on tablet (laughs) i don't know anyway don't know um yeah magic the gathering we checked it out i finally checked it out so there you go cool recommend games we'll play it nice all right what else do we have here
1: um what's arc hero I'm not sure if it's pronounced arch hero. It might be pronounced arch Achiro? arrow or archer o or archero. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Archie row. Um, I've just looked it up. I think it's uh, it's an it's archery. So archero. I would go with archero. But you don't just use bows. Um, my dude's using a spear. So maybe it's arch hero. Archero. archero. Mm. Anyway, okay. uh. I'm surprised you haven't seen a fucking billion mobile ads for this game because their mobile spend is out of control. But uh, I was reading some fucking stuff on the best game, the best mobile games of 2019, and this actually showed up, and I'd heard someone talking about how it's a fucking amazing game some other time. Oh. I'm not sure when. Oh, my God. And, uh... They, uh... Yeah, they, they just... They talked about how it was a killer way to kill a bit of time. And... Um, so I decided You know It showed up on this list And I'm like Oh okay maybe Maybe it's worth fucking Checking Like I'll give it a, a punt That's actually mm. fucking Clever as balls It's First off uh, Yeah Have you have you seen any of the ads for it? I
0: had a quick look At the game just then And I don't
1: think I have That's weird Because I see ads At least
0: for- not this game oh, Like okay. it, it It kind of looks like a um, You know
1: You get the clone games Yeah this is not a clone game. This is the I've original. Pr- probably uh, seen the clone games, maybe. Uh, so <laughs> this this is like the ads to this are those ones where they build a wall, and it's it sort of makes it look like a, a tower defense. That is a complete lie. I did, first, like before I begin talking about fuck, the fucking game itself, I want to fucking wa- walk through. Like, why the fuck? Why is it that ninety percent of fucking mobile games being advertised? they're literally zero resemblance to the ads they like I don't know have you seen those fucking Gardenscapes ads do you play many mobile oh, games yeah. the Gardenscapes ads oh. where like some like fucking weenie dude is trapped in some fucking thing under some lava or something it's like get the treasure and the person playing them is always an idiot I feel like
0: they've <laughs> recorded like Donald Trump playing video games and this is his solution to everyone and
1: I'm like this guy's dumb what a lot dipshit Um, that's not Gardenscapes at all. That's not how Gardenscapes plays, even a little bit. Like Gardenscapes uh, is a fucking like finder game. Like I don't understand why they advertise it like that. I don't understand why it's allowed. Like that's not the game. Anyway. It must work, because, like, yeah, a lot of them do it. Arch Archero, archer like, does the same thing. Like, it fucking... Advertises that you build these fucking walls and, like, create, like, these... These traps. The weird thing about those ads is that they always put so many enemies on the screen that, like, even that ad... The frame rate on the ad tanks? Like, it fucking... <laughs> yeah. So, they're shooting shit and something explodes and then it fucking tanks to fucking four fucking frames a second. You're like... Why are you showing me this? So that that was like why I didn't want to fucking get it in the first place because I've got a Pixel Three XL, so it's it's like not a bad fucking. It's I wouldn't say it's a beast phone, but it's like it's got some fucking. It's good, good enough hardware. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, like I really want to go in and play some fucking game that's losing frames all the time. All right, I got it. And it's not like that at all it's nothing like that at all it's actually quite good it's it's quite well made it's a um i would say it's it's basically a shoot 'em up um but you don't shoot so it's like it's just, it's a twin stick shooter except the shooting stick has been eliminated so it's a single sh- a stick mover like your role in this game is to move yourself uh, and when you stop moving your guy shoots so there'll be like a bunch of people on the fucking screen and you gotta move into position to shoot them and that's about it right like it's it's very simplistic when you uh when you talk it through like that uh but it is done very well because it has you know bullet hell elements there's like a a significant amount of the skill level involved is a bullet hell uh style uh like, game, like, you are required to dodge a lot of fucking incoming fire, and there is a significant amount of uh, awareness required um, for you to actually get through to the next level. And so, in that, right, I think it's a very clever take on how to do a twin stick shooter on a mobile because you don't want to have people having to hold their fucking phone in fucking landscape and hold like pressing buttons all over the place and they can't see any shit. You holding in portrait, and you use a single you, your thumb like you do like whenever you fucking type. It's 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 a one handed phone, right? One handed game rather, which is very very clever. And yeah, there's uh there's a significant amount of skill involved in being able to like move and position yourself correctly uh, so that you can get the kills you need. Uh, so yeah, it's it's quite addictive in that sense, and uh, quite well done. Uh, there's no mm. frame dropping, none of that shit. It doesn't happen. They they never really put enough fucking units on the screen for it to come into uh, to be even remotely an issue. So that that's not a it's not really a thing. It's just nothing like the ads at all. Um, as you play, you earn a currency, and you like you use this currency. Uh, you also like find items and use this currency to upgrade the items and the upgraded items like to do more damage, take more damage, all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, like f- through that, you sort of level up your character and you're able to make it further and further. Um, there is, I think, I, I have a bit of a problem with the fact that like you are sort of um, capped, like progress capped based, like you can play f- like an energy system there is an energy system which I don't like but you you earn a bunch of energy in, in a bunch of ways and to use all of the energy in one sitting takes about an hour uh, so I, I don't find that to be a, that big a problem um I have a huge problem with yeah pissing away if you've pissed away an hour on a mobile phone game maybe it's time to get off the toilet um <laughs> But no, uh, I'm I'm more talking about like I have a problem with like, you you can play it free to play. I'm playing it free to play. I'm not having any problems progressing free to play. Uh, Hmm. I think I would have a significantly easier time progressing if I spent money uh, because there are a bunch of things you can buy that that would significantly increase the rate at which I would earn, earn money and like earn, sorry, earn like, progress and stuff. Uh, sure. There is definitely a, a, a marginal pay-to-progress system in place. But uh, my bigger problem is that you, I, I guarantee you could never get through the, say, the fifth level. You can never get through the fifth level without ever having leveled up or acquired gear or anything like that. All right? Like, you are a pro there is definitely, it's not skill locked, right? Progress is definitely ultimately locked behind uh, character progress, which I fundamentally just don't like. Uh, as Like, I, I'd prefer, like, there's obviously, it just, to me, it feels like it reinforces pay to win uh, mentalities because at some point you would be able to pay enough into the game to get your character beyond some way that you're skilled like you pay enough so that your character has so much fucking health that it doesn't matter that you're the shittest kind of alive and you can't fucking dodge to save your fucking life you could just like enter a level and stand and just fucking soak shit because you've got so much health and they do so little like damage because you've got so much money because you've spent so much money right and meanwhile if you didn't spend any money uh, like when I play at the moment the level I'm up to I'm like I'm at 5 level 5 um, and they do 600 damage a hit and 600 damage a hit is uh, I think it's like a quarter of my health at hmm. uh, at the base level so if I get hit 4 times I'm donezo right uh, and yeah that's tricky to deal with uh like it means I've got to be fucking on my game to actually get through the level you get back health in a bunch of different ways so you can cop a couple of hits over the course like you can cop more than four hits over the course of a fucking run but ultimately because they're doing a quarter of of your health if you took four hits on one fucking map screen generally you're dead um so that's that's a bit of a bummer um the concept that you're it's not skill like progress isn't purely skill locked is always a bit of a drag to me but uh that's okay like it's not big a deal I I sort of understand uh you know the reasoning uh it's just it sort of turns it into a grind like turns it into the game itself is a grind and you've gotta actually grind your way through yeah. certain portions uh, and that takes from progression in my opinion like that as someone who when you recognise it's sort of like the glass shattering and when you recognise the grind yeah it's it's hard to then real like unless you're about that grind like there are definitely gaming cultures that are about that grind and I'm sure they would fucking love this game uh, I'm not about the grind I would prefer it if I could progress through everything skill based I hate when a game, when I realise the only way I'm going to beat a boss is by grinding more so there's that the other thing, the other problem I have with it is that uh, it's quite RNG heavy at the start of every uh, well like every level you get you get a choice of three skills uh, Mm -hmm. and like the skills sort of come up like a slot machine right like they just sort of spin up and then it'll be like you could have a ice ice sword spinning around your dude or you might have uh, lightning shots where when you shoot someone they do like lightning that spreads out from the person and it does like reduce damage each time or it might do attack up right yeah and By and large, uh, your choice is clear. If you aren't taking attack up every time you fucking see it, you are never making it through a dungeon, unless you've paid your way through the dungeon, right? Like, you are 100% locked behind the RNG of of that. And it turns it into, like, there's no choice. There isn't a choice in that scenario, right? You're not... Hmm creating a build or anything you're not like well i could take the attack up or i could take the like if i took the lightning bolts and then i got attack up later uh then i'd have you know lightning chaining right No, you take attack up and then if you get attack up later you're fucking belt and cunts even harder right and the worst thing is the, the attack up isn't guaranteed up. And every dungeon that you get through, every level that you progress, that adds more, like, possible things to come up. So the last time I leveled up, it added, like, fucking pet bonuses. So now I might spin up fucking pet bonuses. Pets are fucking useless, right? If you were to look at... If there were DPS meters for this game, right? Pets would be... Maybe 2% of your entire, entire total damage. So... Double pet damage... Is fucking worthless. It is not changing anything. Uh, it is such a... It's such a bad one. It, like It's such a bad addition... To... Like... The pool. It feels like when... You unlock sandals and fucking dead cells type shit. Like you're like... Well... Mm. Fuck uh and because that's that's where the energy system comes into play that's where the energy system really fucks you because i've had a game where i started and immediately spun up three useless fucking items like actually useless like shit that you just have you like will not forge a part of victory with and i went well i fucking quit and but it cost it still cost me fucking five energy right like I didn't, yeah, it, it's it's like you're a step behind everyone else from that point on, like you just can't fucking it's, it's annoying, because yeah, that's definitely one huge problem that I have with the game, like at the, like at the same time you get other games where you get all the things you want and you feel like, like you are just this fucking mad zapping god, right like you get multi-shot which fires two ar- uh, arrows at the same time uh, like, one after another. And you get, like, fucking side arrow, which fires a second arrow in the same direction. Uh, and that is, like, both of those are essentially double damage, right? Straight off the bat. Uh, and you get your attack up. Or you, like, I had one where I had those two, and I had ricochet, which, like, bounces the arrow itself. Not, like, lightning, but ba- bounces the arrow to another person, uh, which yeah. is... Damage on another person, but you combine that with fucking um, multi arrow and uh, oh, sorry, multi shot and side arrow, and suddenly, like, this just fucking shit tons of damage going out. And then I uh, I got all attack speed upgrades, and my dude was just fucking rapid fire and fucking like belt, like, just fucking sh- sh- everything was dead. Like, before the fucking round had it even started. Like, I'd enter a new screen and everything was just fucking dead. It wasn't like... I didn't position myself correctly. I would just enter and everything was melted. That's that's pretty cool, you know, when RNG goes your way. But most of the time, you are trying to forge a path where RNG has not gone your way. And it becomes easier and easier... Uh, as like it feels like instead of learning how to be better at the game by learning the enemies and stuff, it feels more like you're learning when you have been dealt a no win fucking hand like that's what it feels like. It feels like you are learning that yeah you're not gonna win this game like that's not I don't think that's a good learning experience for a video game. Uh, And instead, you power through to see how far you can get to grind more because it's a grind game, which is, yeah, annoying. A little bit annoying. Uh, I continue to play it because I don't know. I need a fucking good mobile game, really. Uh, And Underlords takes too long, so yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right. Oh, well, I've downloaded it, so I'll check it out. Cool. Nice. While we were playing, uh, while we were
0: talking, I downloaded it. Um, yeah I, I've definitely seen ads for games similar like the rip off games but I've not seen uh, I don't think I've seen that one so, yeah
1: that's crazy I've seen so many fucking ads for really.
0: it I've seen garden like oh, all the time yeah. <laughs> I'm sick of that game Right. because like, it makes me angry every time I'm like just let me fucking do it I'll, I'll save the, the the dude that's what they're going for I'll get the gold
1: oh no you just melted the gold you Oh, oh you fucking clown now there's a dog eating you <laughs>
0: <laughs> dumb yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh all right. What else do we have here? Um Warcraft 3 Reforged. I played a little bit more of this. Okay. Um I jumped into the the humans campaign. Um so last week I talked about the prologue, made my way all the way through the prologue. Uh, this week uh trying the main game. Um yeah, still digging it. Like it's it's very Reminiscence of the time I had with um Warcraft 3 back in the day uh again it's it's uh sort of re- reinforcing my thoughts from last week which was that um it's it's kind of in a weird spot and maybe we can touch on this a little bit more but like the idea of how far you kind of go with a remaster which is sort of what f- this game feels like it's it's a like a hd upgrade um, with some visual, visual overhauls um, as opposed to what some companies are doing with sort of setting their standards which we talked about last week like your, your Age of Empires and your, um, your Capcom what they're doing like the Resident Evil series and Final Fantasy where, where they've gone and done a remake like it's a, it's a reimagining of that, that game and they brought the, the game mechanics up to date and really going in and, and remaking that game um, whereas this is just like a slapping a new coat of paint on there, and then everything else is sort of how it, uh, how you remember it being. Um, and they've got a lot of flack over the last uh, <laughs> week or so since this game has come out. Yeah. Um, it's currently the lowest-rated game on Metacritic for user scores uh, at a, I think it's zero point five at the moment. Um, there was a game which was 0.4 and the users artificially inflated that game. So it overtook World of Warcraft. Um, At the end of the day, it's user scores. I don't really care. It's like another way to measure games in my opinion. Mm. Um, And I do not believe that game is a 0.5 anyway. (laughs) Um, But like, I can understand where some people are coming from. Uh, Like I said last week, I think the game is, is overpriced. It shouldn't be, in the full sort of full price category, not in the um, not in relation to sort of the changes that have been made. I feel like it's a should be a 15 20 game, um, with a fresh coat of paint on there. Yeah, and that's pretty much all they've done. Uh, like I was talking about last week, the you know, pathing systems and things like that feel very outdated and frustrating. Um, and I think that's kind of where their mistake was when they first announced this game. Uh, and, you, and then you get in this weird discussion of how early can you announce games and talk about them? There's an interesting like discussion about that of games are very secretive and uh, developers like to keep things close to their chest until they're ready to talk about it. And this is a perfect example of why that, sort of thing can go wrong or or we've we've seen prime examples of that over the past years like the big one could be like uh, watchdogs or um uh uh, spider-man uh had that issue with puddle gate where they showed that off and people got upset and said the game got downgraded because there was a puddle that was moved um like things change scope changes technology changes uh you know watchdogs was kind of like a um you know a game that they were trying to build for next generation's consoles and those consoles weren't as powerful i guess as what they thought the consoles were going to be so having to to downscale things back and make it fit into that uh you know into that box that they they were trying to build um so it's kind of a tricky discussion around that but in terms of this like they 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 came out when they first announced it and talked about how they wanted to um to redo a bunch of the the cut and and uh they showed off like updated uis and things like that um but then kind of as that progressed through development they took a step back and said that like we wanted to be more faithful towards the game and like put the original game out with just some updated uh, you know textures and whatnot um and so you get in this weird spot where they've sort of promised one thing and then gone back on it um so I think that's where they've really caught people or caught themselves off guard at least um by not really uh relaying that message properly um so yeah i like I don't agree with the negativity of that it's a it's a zero point five game um but I can understand where people are coming from by saying that like they were promised one thing and then got delivered something completely yeah. or something different than what was and what it was supposed to be, uh, and like you could go onto their website, the the game's website, and still see that stuff listed there as like this is what the game was going to be, or even the um the trailer that was up there, like showing stuff that was that was in that originally released content, but is not in the final product of the game. Um, and so Blizzard's been pretty open about refunds at this stage. I think they're not asking any questions at this point. They're no, just yeah, just taking, yeah yeah which is the right thing for them to do <laughs> um yeah so I feel like if this uh yeah I think it comes down to price it, I think it might my point like it's just too expensive at this point it, it shouldn't have been a 40 50 dollar game it should have been much lower um but yeah. if you're after that Warcraft 3 experience then yeah it's all there it's like it still plays pretty well so um it's it's been a interesting week to watch sort of all that unfold and people get extremely upset, like <laughs> over the top upset.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 hard. It can be like it's hard for because we got it free, right? Sure, to talk about it though. Of course, of course. Like it's but it's hard it's it can be hard to directly empathise uh because we got a free at the same time, uh yeah, it's not a zero point like five like the, but that's that's the nature of the review bomb, I guess uh yeah, and people I think are disillusioned enough with how this one has gone down that they don't feel inclined to attempt to negate the review bomb type thing hmm. so yeah, it is it's sort of yeah exacerbated by that. Yeah.
0: yeah, and then you've got the other side of the scale where it's like, How dare you give you know Death Stranding not a ten. It deserves a ten. Yeah. <laughs> like oh man. Yeah. Anyway. Um so yeah, I'm still digging that. I jump in every once once in a while and play like a couple levels and then jump back out. So uh yeah. Warcraft three. Mm-hmm. Good fun. Um what else can I talk about that we've got here? Uh, We might leave Underlords to last, because that'll switch into news. Sure. Um, Temtem.
1: Okay.
0: I've been playing Temtem. I don't know if you've seen this. I have. But it is basically a Pokemon clone. Yeah. Like, (laughs) it's Pokemon (laughs) with a different name. (laughs) Um, But it's kind of like the Pokemon that people have been asking for for a long time. Really? I like. I've played a bunch of those the, the Pokemon games that Nintendo have released. Um, I've never liked the idea of what they do by splitting them into two games and then, you know, oh, you can only get certain Pokemon in this game, and if you want all of them, you you either got to buy both of them or find people to trade with. Um, I never liked that idea. I thought it was the no. way. thought it was just greedy. Yeah. Um, and they still do it to this day and then boast about how many sales they've got, mm-hmm. uh, which they did recently. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I just never... Like, I don't feel like they ever did anything interesting with that game uh, in that series. Like, they never really found a way to evolve it at all. Yeah. for You know, for a game that's all about evolving Pokemon. Uh, like, the last time that I saw it, they, they talked about how now... Y- you'll be able to see the pokemon out in the world as opposed to like it just ran you randomly running around in in grass and all of a sudden it'll just pop up like that was their big feature that was they were talking about um so anyway yeah temtem is is basically uh an, like an open world pokemon game um you start off and you're playing this character who is training to be the the best at this temtem um the best trainer right and you collect these uh creatures that are out in the world and you have them battle each other or and battle other trainers um the differences here is that it starts off and you kind of you you can actually uh fight with two at a time and so um you get this sort of like synergy happening happening where you can um have them sort of work with each other and that allows you to build up like better abilities so if the synergies work then you're able to do higher damage and, and stuff like that um, whereas Pokemon traditionally is kind of just like a one versus one mm. and once you eliminate your opponent then maybe they bring out a new one um, that still happens here but you're alternating between like I've got two and then one disappears and then you can bring another one out um, up to six you can have at any given time yeah and that can be the for the case for other get other trains you come up against sometimes they'll have like maybe they'll be four in their deck or maybe they've got six uh maybe there's you're versing two people at a time and they've both got two each like it kind of varies at each point in time but generally you're either playing uh you know on the, the actual battlefield either the, you know one or two in uh, you're going up against at the same time Um, and it's that, that Pokemon style of gameplay of like scissor paper rock sort of thing where you've got fire and water and electricity and earth and like different types of these creatures that have, uh, abilities and, um, different characteristics and stuff like that. So it's got all that wonderful stuff. Um, the actual like running around is very reminiscent of the old like Pokemon games. You go to towns and you um you can complete quests looking for items for certain people uh you talk to you can talk to people um to complete quests and pick up items and that sort of stuff Uh, and then you go out in the world and you run around and occasionally there will be other pokemon or sorry other temtem trainers in the world and uh and that's when you battle and you can um you every time you sort of have your turn um you'll level up and gain experience and then sort of reset and off you go uh every you know once in a while your pokemon your temtem will level up and you'll be able to assign them new abilities um there's an array of different abilities for each one they're not like a a permanent sort of um you know if you choose that one you got to stick with it you actually go back into the main uh the menu and then like replace them so there's always like a list that you can choose from so if you maybe make a mistake or something like that um, you know get a get something and then you're like this actually isn't working for me you can go in there and replace it which is it's pretty handy um and uh and there's also like evolutions as well so once a temtem reaches a certain point in its leveling up then it will go to its next stage and evolve so very pokemon like in that sense um, you know at one stage I had this fucking I don't know it's like a pod thing sort of like a, a cocoon sort of creature what oh, you would expect yeah just call it by the <laughs> and then uh, what do you think it turns into when it evolves a butterfly <laughs> yeah, pretty much Um yeah and so stuff like that whereas this thing could not do anything it was basically just like defensive up and like defenses are up and that's about it uh and then eventually it turns into this butterfly looking thing and it can do poison flies and all that sort of stuff um so yeah like it's it's not trying to hide the fact that it's a pokemon clone like it's everything is there it's it's all very similar uh but it's done really well like i like the art style in it um i'm I'm a fan of that turn-based combat system um, you know, I was, I was complaining about turn-based combat systems recently with like the Dark game. Yeah. Uh, sorry, the Dark Studio game. Um, Battle Chases the game called. Yeah, yeah. And how that was really like all over the shop. Like you'd have a go, and then there was priority systems, and all of a sudden, like you'd choose your spell and that would move you down the list, and it's just like n- didn't feel satisfying in combat. Whereas here, it's feels satisfying. You you pick a spell or an ability, and that's what you're going to do and it feels it feels really fluid and good um, yeah I just really dig the combat system, uh, it, it's a lot of fun I like you know, it's switching out these Temtems and then uh, going and leveling them up and then catching other ones um, it, you know it's very similar to Pokemon, you kind of get their health down and then you throw out a card and it, it can catch them it, it tries to catch them, I've only failed like one attempt I think so far um, but for the most part it's not it doesn't seem to be too hard at this stage to to go out and, and get these things um it's very much still like a working progress it's early access at this stage yeah and um you can sort of run around and there are p- parts of the game where it's like you can't enter this building because it's you know in early access still and it, it's pretty open about telling you which stuff you can get into and which stuff you can't um but like the foundation that of the game of where it is at the moment, I think it's really cool. Like, it, I feel like it's probably, it might be a bit of a big deal once it comes out. I think it's going to be really popular. Because um, it's kind of like, what people have wanted from a Pokemon game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It's it's hard to, say where it'll end up once it's finished, but I think what they've got at the moment is really fun and satisfying. So, I'm definitely keen to check out how this game sort of progresses through, uh, the development but it's a lot of fun if you're into Pokemon games so definitely check that one out I think it's okay. just on PC at the moment
1: yeah is it come on a Switch? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah uh, maybe
1: maybe probably not
0: maybe we'll see cool. um yeah but you can check that out Temtem it's cool good stuff
1: nice okay cool well, then. uh should I get it or should I wait?
0: uh you should wait you're right, you should wait it's pretty bare bones at the moment it's sort of just like a a battler at this stage um with a sort of quest system you can go around to but I think once it's you know everything else put in there it'd be pretty cool like uh it, yeah it'll, it'll feel like a Pokemon game at that stage I
1: feel like so yeah awesome I would wait cool Underlords Under- oh no Lords. Minor Magic. Chess Royale. I almost forgot. Ah, okay.
0: I've I've heard about this game. Oh, my goodness.
1: (laughs) I cannot believe this game exists. But better still, I cannot believe it is... What is it? It's currently sitting at something fucking insane on Metacritic. Uh, Because it's technically a released game. They just fucking, you know, fuck it. We'll just come out with it. Like, why not? Who needs it? Who needs to fucking wait until we've worked out how a game... You know, actually, functions. We'll just fucking release sixty-five. It. Sixty-five. It should be a fucking two. Like it is honest to god. Like it should be a zero point five. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, I, I'm, I'm blown away. I am blown away at how bad this fucking game is. First things first. Like straight off the bat, right? It's trying to be both auto chess and battle Royale at the same time. And it is fundamentally misunderstood the fucking concepts of both. Someone gave Hmm. this a fucking 78, the games machine might and magic. Chess Royale is a decent representative of auto chess games, taking most mechanics from existing competitors. The hybridization with battle Royale genre is only taken so far, which is a true pity. Uh, staggering i read pc gamers uh and they go to seven um it is yeah in on metacritic an effective introduction to an often confusing genre is the fucking highest thing i've ever read in my fucking life this is the most confusing fucking i have played literally every fucking auto chess literally all of them uh like i would consider myself as far as games writers go... As far as games reviews go... I would consider myself a fucking expert on the genre... If not necessarily an expert on any particular fucking... Uh, auto chess game... Uh, I'm... I'm good enough at a bunch of them... Uh, I'm quite bad... At a few others... Uh, but... Yeah... I would consider myself at least... Across the fucking concept... Uh Mind and Magic... Chess Royale is the fucking most confusing version of auto chess I've ever fucking played and mm. there is no fucking question about it. First things first, it's not an auto chess, right? You use the knockout system, uh the th- wh- knockout system of fucking uh like underlords, which is yep. is not it, it has as much to do with fucking auto chess as fucking Oh, I don't know. Fucking siphon filter did to have had with fucking first person shooters, right? Like certainly a shooter, uh, hmm. but um, not in first person. So fundamentally, not a first person shooter, right? That's not knockout's not a fucking auto chess, okay? It doesn't doesn't do the things you need to do to be an auto chess. It doesn't have economy management. It doesn't have fucking. Uh, the fucking positioning barely matters like all all these things like just fucking piss away the auto chess. like yeah yeah yeah, yeah blah, blah 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 knock out fucking knock out lords of the white spire are gonna be all like oh positioning totally fucking matters. Our economy matters fuck off with that shit right like for the general game, right? Knockout is like bing 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 you got fucking 15 seconds to try to cycle through shit as fast as you fucking can to try to find fucking garbage shit that that can somehow make you last through the next fucking round, right? That's the basic fucking basic concept of uh of knockout is that you have fuck all opportunity like Regular order chess, your health is a resource for you to manage. And it is something that you can fucking uh, spend, right? You can choose, right? It used to be much more like this uh, in Underlords, at least. uh, But uh, in in other games, it's certainly a possibility. But uh, you can choose to spend health as a resource to gain in other areas, right? It's something you can trade away, right? And that is part of the strategy of an auto-chess game, right? Now, once you reach the point where you understand that uh, on a fundamental level, you are uh, absolutely, like, you're, you're in the fucking upper half maybe the, like upper quarter the top quarter of fucking players because everyone who doesn't understand that right who looks at their fucking health going down and is like oh i'm going to fucking lose ah right once you once you play a game where you lose constantly i, I had this in Laws the other day where i i just ate shit i ate shit until fucking literally until around 15 i it wasn't like it wasn't on purpose i didn't want to be eating shit right like uh, i i would prefer it my, my personal preference is I win every fucking round, right? But I didn't give up, right? I'm like, okay, yeah, this is not, not going how... Well. That's not how auto chess works. That's not how auto chess works, right? You are not out until you're fucking out, right? And yeah, I was down to fucking... I, I think it was like 18 health. And then I didn't lose enough fucking game after that, right? That is pure auto chess, right? I happen, to... I, I managed... I, I I managed my fucking other economy quite well. Uh, my gold economy quite well. I managed my board very well, uh, and obviously I managed my reserves. Yeah, good enough. Uh, like good enough to get the win. Anyway, um, there are a few things I could have done better, uh, but yeah. Functionally, all all that really happened was I got a fucking um, what's the what's the thing that increases attack speed? Gloves no 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 the big one the purple Midas Midas uh, no uh, what is it what colour is it like purple or like it's a purple level it's like Moonshard Moonshard i got a Moonshard I put a Moonshard yeah. on a uh, level 3 uh, Terrorblade and uh, then I was pretty much able to just walk away from my computer after that. Uh, it was <laughs> disgusting. Right. Um, anyway, uh, back to Mine and magic. Right, knockout doesn't work that way. Right, you don't. You cannot spend knockout. You cannot spend lives to fucking win and knockout. Right, you do not have the opportunity because you only have four of them in in underlords and in fucking Mine and magic. You've got three. You've got three fucking opportunities to lose, and then you are dunzo Like, all the way out. Every single time you play a different person, you cannot look at their fucking board beforehand, uh, so there's no fucking strategizing, there's no tacking into whatever the fuck they're going for. It doesn't fucking matter anyway, because you can't fucking tell what the fuck any- anything does. You're just like, well, well, I guess, none of the fucking, uh, like the the alliances, the, the synergies, don't actually mm. add enough for them to be worth chasing down, except for the the fucking i don't know pure fact that eh, maybe it'll fucking work but so it so winds up being this game where right you get some a few basic synergies right just to last through the first couple of rounds and then you uh attempt to level up as far as uh, as fast as possible while not dying right right in uh in underlords you attempt to level up as fast at at the moment you attempt to level up as fast as possible and you don't care if you die but in this you attempt to level up as fast as possible because you can still buy levels unlike knockout and underlords you can buy levels in mind magic and that is the strategy for, for powering up as much as possible uh three stars, like, they don't no fucking balancing, right? Like, other games get fucking round after round of fucking balancing, uh, they change everything on a week-to-week basis, I fucking start off with fucking, I pick NO and then fucking suddenly you can only pick up cunts two fucking squares away from him, and I'm like what the fuck happened? Turns out there was a hot that I didn't fucking tell anyone at that. Uh, like, <laughs> it changes constantly, they're constantly balancing this shit, it's the same as uh, same in fucking team fight tactics same in actual auto chess uh, or in Dota 2 auto chess like these fucking games are non-stop balancing it is a like terrifying balancing act that none of them feel they have ever perfected and they are all constantly attempting to fucking chase and catch up on it is fucking insane Mind Magic mm. I, I don't know if anyone fucking played it before they released it. They just fucking released it. They're just like, fucking get it out in the world. I don't fucking care. Like, just fucking release this shit. It's fucking insane. Um, they just fucking dumped it out there. So, yeah. You either level up as fast as possible. If you if you are winning, if you're not losing immediately, then you level up as fast as possible so you can get your three gold stuff. Right? Because you want your, your highest higher tier stuff to be at 2 stars right because 2 star like the the difference between a 1 gold 2 star and a 3 gold 2 star is fucking huge and but Mm. the difference the flip side is that the difference between a 1 gold 3 star and a even a 5 gold 2 star is giant lopsided in favor of the 3 star so you gotta fucking decide if you lose your first run you just fucking you just cycle until you got fucking you got the fucking 3 star right if you can get a 3 star and the, nobody else has a 3 star you're going to win that game and so you wind up in this situation where it is literally just rng it's just some sort of fucking slot machine game where you just fucking pull the fucking lever pull the lever pull the lever pull the lever and every fucking round takes like After every round, you get taken back to the fucking battle royale screen where you see the hundred people who are playing and how many have been knocked out already. And, like, after three rounds, inevitably, someone will have been knocked out. Uh, And so you're down to the, you know, in the top 99. And then fucking... It doesn't fucking matter, right? Then it takes you back to the other screen and you've got 15 seconds to buy everything, right? And then the fucking thing starts. Yeah. You spent 10 seconds on the fucking board looking at cunts, like, which, which... The people who are left. You can't interact with that. Like you can press some fucking buttons to make it go like say wow on your little fucking character or some shit. But you can't like look at what they've got. You can't like it's got a board at the top and these are the people like this person is on the biggest win streak and this person has the most spells and this person has the most like two stars or three stars or whatever. Right. Up the top. Uh, but you can't like click on any of that to see what board they've got. You can't click on anyone to see what board they got. It tells you what who you're fucking playing next. And you can't click on them and find out what they're, they're doing. You can sort of see they're, they're down to two health, right? So hmm. cool. Uh, but you can't find out what they're going to put together. You can't like find out what they've been putting together, what's on their board, what's on their fucking reserve list. You can't see any of that shit. You just fucking fight on and you see what happens it's it's pointless right there's no fucking point to it you all right well theoretically right in, in underlords or in an auto chess game you are building a broad team right that can beat anyone and then the good players are focusing that team to beat specific people Right, yeah. You will play against eight other people, and you will analyze the boards, and you'll go, okay, well, that guy has gone knights. So what I need to do is quit and start a an note. Is what I, what I need to do is like get my N.O. into a space that that will break up the fucking knights, and because that's that's why N.O. exists, right? Like to to fuck knights essentially. Um, or I need to I need like. I didn't want to do this, but I need... Is it the Pipe of Insight? Pipe like, of Insight, yeah. send someone flying away? Like, I need this, and I'm going to put it oh. on my fucking... Which one's that? Which one's the one that... Pipe
0: of Insight? Yeah, that pushes someone away. Ah, oh, Force stuff. Force stuff,
1: right? I didn't want to pick a Force Staff, but I'm going to put it on my fucking tank just to break up the fucking knights in the middle of yep. the fucking thing. Right? Like, you do things like that. You tech into the... the what you're, you're going up against. You tech into the fucking team that you are threatened by the most. Or, you know, oh, they've got a Legion commander, so I need to do something with ranged damage, right? So that she loses because if she keeps winning, like, if she's going to win a bunch of fights, she's going to wind up in unstoppable. Or I need, you know, they've got a fucking healer, so I need an assassin. Uh, like, they've got a... Like, Clem's got a fucking... Uh, has an enchantress at two stars uh, in the fucking second round like you can't she's just out healing everyone she's also out damaging everyone like uh what am i gonna do to fuck this i don't know i'm just like hope i don't come up against a club for a little while and then you eventually you know you don't come up against club for a little while and everything's okay uh but no like seriously the the concept of auto chess is about like the broad concept is you build a team that can win and then you build... A, with what you've been offered... and then you build a team... that will beat specific people... because that is how you fucking... that's how you are good... at an auto chess game... that's not what's happening... in fucking might magic chess right now... I'll tell you fucking what... right... you are beating... you're building a broad team... that can beat whatever... based on what you've been offered... Uh, based on functionally... what you can get to... two or three stars... as fast as humanly possible... because... at the end of the day... The game is probably over... Like... There's no game that goes past the thing like 15. Right? There's no round 16. Because by Mm. that time... Everyone has... Died. It's it's over. right. Right? Like... It's just... Crazy shit. I do not understand. And None of like... There's like... All kinds of fucking economy management issues. You get fucking bonuses for knocking someone out. Which means you are actually... If, like, if I'm at... Yeah. If I'm on my fucking streak, I haven't lost a fucking game, and I get put up against a dude who's got one life left, right? And I go in, and I've got my fucking beast, balled motherfuckers, uh, two and three stars, and this dude's got one life left, and he comes out, and he hasn't got any three stars. I'm like, well, I just got gifted two extra gold, right? Because I got got it for a Slayer bonus, right? Like, it doesn't fucking matter. He's not going to win this. Uh, But then... When you come up against the only other dude who's got three stars left and some two-star motherfucker wipes out the... uh, Sorry, you come up against someone with three health left and some two-health motherfucker gets to take on the last one health? Or if that that three-health guy gets to take on the last one health, you're like, all right, so... What? They just get gifted money? Or the unthinkable happens Mm -hmm. and the guy who's been losing all the time... ...somehow beats the guy who hasn't fucking lost the game... ...because there's also the lopsided... uh, ...like winning bonus... ...and all that kind of stuff... ...like there's just no fucking thought put into any of this shit... ...I do not understand how the fuck... ...it has been released in this manner ...and also he's getting the reviews that it is... ...it is staggering... ...it's so bad... ...it is insane... ...the UI is a fucking train wreck... ...as well like I can't fucking work out... ...what the fuck is going on half the time... ...it just... It's just hideous. It's just sh- yeah. the shit on the screen all the time. It's like, oh, I guess this is what happens. Uh, um, Something's happening and whatever. And who fucking cares? It's just fucking... It's bananas. It is such an awful fucking effort. Yeah. I hate it.
0: And so it's only just that one mode at the moment.
1: Um, Yeah. I I didn't see any other modes. Yeah. All right
0: yeah sounds uh sounds like they have not uh i don't know i've i've seen people talking about it and it just seems it seems weird <laughs> like they kind of just match two things together like oh well, that'll do people like battle royale games and people like auto chess games why can't they have both yeah. um yeah it's uh it's it's strange like what do you think that needs to to fix it like not have 5 health like it needs to be like a bigger pool or something like more health or just
1: I have 3 health and uh it needs yeah you gotta have a regular fucking health system as the fucking starting point would be a good starting point I think that would be a good place to fucking begin and then uh, the UI like stop wasting my time showing me like you have to Either let me sh- look at other fucking people, uh, although 100 people is far... Too, like, it's difficult to look at what everyone else is doing when there are seven other people in a game. So 99 other people would be basically impossible to glean anything useful. Uh, I don't know if characters are taken from a pool. Uh, I couldn't tell, but that, I can't imagine that that would be in any way useful uh, to ha- have a pool, like, like for Especially if members. you can't see any of this information. Yeah. Um, well they're making it harder to but yeah like at the very least nevertheless it would be nice once we get down to the last four people to have some fucking clue of what I'm gonna run into rebalance all the fucking heroes so the synergies make some fucking difference like at most it seems like it's like 5% increase and you're like alright well I guess 5% is better than 0% but like it doesn't seem like if if a two star off synergy is going to be better then you're better off breaking synergy which is sort of just the big ball of death that plagued Underlords when we quit playing it like uh, the first like the last time we quit playing it like it's just sort of well what's the fucking point right like so there's no real synergy strategy it's just hoping you get the characters that everyone fucking loves it's like there's too much, there's too much that you'd have to fix to make it good, it's, they, legit, like, they, fucking, I don't know, they had a fucking whiteboard up in a meeting, and they're like, what's popular, what can we make, and they're like, auto chesses, everyone loves auto chesses, and they're like, okay, uh, how do we do it different, and they're like, everyone loves battle royales, let's, how would we make them, together, and they're like, and then they're like oh uh let's let's brainstorm this uh has anyone in this room ever played an auto chess before and uh nobody put their hands up and they're like okay that's fine that's fine we can watch some we can watch some youtube videos has anyone in this room ever played a battle royale game before and nobody put their hands up and they're like okay here's what we're going to do this half of the table you go and watch battle royale videos um <laughs> And this half of the table, you go and read the Wikipedia entry on fucking Auto Chess. Uh-huh. That'll do. That's it. You've got 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and our release window is tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then they went and found uh, the UI. Or, like, the, they went down into like this sub-basement where they've got this dude who is like this UI designer. And uh, he's not allowed to work on things because he uh, just screams at everybody the whole time. And and what he puts out is <laughs> considered to be uh, a war crime generally. And uh, they're like, "Listen, um, we've got this game, and uh, we 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 think you're the man to make it." And he yeah screamed and pulled at his chains, and, like raked at them with his nails. And uh, once he'd finished that, he was like, "Yeah, okay." Uh, what kind of game it is? is it? And they're like, it's a battle royale and an auto chess at the same time. And We knew you'd hate it. And he's like, I, I do fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. I hate anyone who's going to fucking play it. So that's why I'm making this UI. And then that's what they did. And you can never fucking... You can't, like... When you've got the board up... Uh, sorry, when you've got the shop up... You can't see... Uh, what synergies are what? You can see... Uh, Like their synergies, like what synergies they would fit into. But you can't, like, hover over a synergy and find out what that synergy does. Uh, which is something that, um, Teamfight Tactics did, uh, but solved inside its first week, uh, of being out, uh, while it was in beta. But, uh, this game never had a beta. It just released down as the wild, like, fucking sad, ejaculate. And, uh,. That's basically the story of Might and magic. Is it's a sad <laughs> ejaculation from a bunch of people right. who hate you. Like they are literally they hate you and they hate everything you stand for, and uh, they'll just throw their jizz at you. Like that dude who's been locked in a cage in fucking Silence of the Lambs. He's like, hmm. Clarice, I can smell you cunt from here, and then he throws cum at her. That's basically my magic. That's that scene. My magic chess rap. <laughs>
0: right so it's a battle royale what is the the mode of transportation these units uh get from uh, before from they the inside in. of the board onto the board yeah like what do they do
1: yeah like all good battle royales um it doesn't involve any of that it doesn't have a loot phase it doesn't have uh, a drop phase it doesn't you don't choose who you battle or anything like that um there's no positioning requirements or uh any of that kind of stuff there's no circle the circle there's no circle it gets smaller uh in in terms of battle royale it's uh it's like tetris 99 uh
0: right so it's not actually it's more like a would you call it like a taunt like a bracket a tournament bracket or (laughs) yeah
1: except randomly selected uh (laughs) and you've got no view on the bracket itself and uh yeah and it's, it's shit it's also shit yeah, it's bad cool. at being an order chest. It's bad at being a bad royale, It's bad at being a video game in general. Uh, bad UI, bad... It's just bad. It would literally, I would literally score it at 2. I am devastated that I wasn't given the opportunity to fucking review it. Because... <laughs> I... Yeah. This... I, I... Fucking... I'm staggered. Staggered at this fucking 6.5 on fucking Metacritic. Yeah, maybe <laughs> which is
0: higher <coughs> than Warcraft Reforged at this point.
1: Yes, maybe I'll email fucking Metacritic and see if we can get the gapodcast.com listed on Metacritic and I'll just start reviewing shit on the gapodcast.com. <laughs> that would upset fucking...
0: a lot of developers. <laughs> we would, our website would be down a lot more than what it currently is.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe. Think of all the traffic. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, we should do that definitely.
0: All right, cool. Sounds like I'll avoid that one. Yes. Um, should we talk about underlords while we're talking about auto chess games then?
1: Okay, yes, let's do it. Um Big update. Yes. So uh, added No, uh, which is a new underlord, and then they changed No fundamentally uh, two days after they released him, and um, so that was so that was cool. Yeah, you love that, uh, and uh, yeah, so we came back into it. When did it drop last day of
0: yeah january thirty first uh,
1: yep about six days ago and uh yeah we were we were jumping in i um i got hit up actually i'm doing the uh well at this stage we will see uh but i've been commissioned uh so far to write the GameSpot review of dota underlords um so that'll be that'll be good uh but yeah. So, uh, I'm keen to get I've been keen to get back into it and check it out again uh, I haven't played it for a little while uh, because I basically just resolved to wait until it was fully out um, yeah it's like just getting refamiliarized with it because I figured it'd be better to do that now instead of on release itself uh, in case too much had changed I, I don't know if A lot's going to change from here to then, but... uh, Well, yeah, they got their campaign and stuff like that. Yeah, obviously, I'm going to have to play through that, but uh, more talking about, like, are they going to introduce eight more fucking Underlords and throw a huge spanner in the works or, like, 50 more heroes, some shit. Uh, Yeah, probably not. Anyway, um, it's quite different. It's a very different game. It's what I last played. Uh, Heroes have wildly different synergies. uh, So... There's a lot to pick up there, like fucking who's that water dude? Water elemental? Uh, I don't know. He's a, he's a water elemental. An underlord? No, d- fucking Dota two hero. He's a water elemental. He's like fucking ah uh, um, splishy and splashy and fucking. yeah. I don't know. I'm having a mental. He used that's to be a fun. fucking he used to be a fucking assassin and now he's a mage. Uh that's very different. Uh they added all the spirits in there. Uh I think I think I played with the spirits for a little while, but I didn't find them all that interesting. Uh but they've got them in there and so the spirit synergies, Legion Commander, she's got a bunch more synergy type things going on. Uh and yeah, you just like it's they've wildly Morphling. changed everything. Morphling, yes. Like, Ogre Mage isn't a mage anymore, is he? I think. He's a brute. A brute. Yeah.
0: Or is, uh, he, is he
1: a mage as well?
0: He's still a mage. He's a brute mage, bloodbound. Right.
1: Someone, someone... Wait,
0: no, no. Not brute. Mage, blood, bloodbound.
1: Yeah, he's brute, yeah. Something. Yeah, brute. Definitely brute. Yeah. I had a game where I was building four brutes yesterday and he was my last piece and when i realized he was the last piece i was very dejected that i decided to build for brutes but uh anyway he's not bad he's not a bad tank um fucking they don't have shamans anymore they just got rid of shamans there's no shamans shadow shaman is Mm -hmm. is a druid now um so yeah they've, they've done that away uh so yeah they sort of like changed the fucking landscape up a significant amount Uh, I don't know if it was to shake things up or to rebalance, but it's nice uh, that they are constantly balancing. It is annoying that they aren't very clear on their balancing uh, sometimes. It should be a big fucking splash when you enter the fucking game. Uh, It should come up like, before you can hit play, we made some changes. That Underlord doesn't work the way you think he does anymore. Uh, It's wildly different. That sort of thing. You know, like, it should be very fucking up front and center. They've got a little button that you can press to read the patch notes. I hate that shit. Fucking tell me. Like, just fucking tell me this shit. It's very fucking important to how you play this game that you have some fucking fundamental idea on how shit works. And uh, if they're going to change it from a day-to-day perspective, that's really going to fucking piss my cereal. You know, like, you can't do this shit to me. Anyway, are you looking for it now? No. Okay, um yeah anyway so that's that's <laughs> aggravating uh and then uh otherwise yeah we've just been playing uh, playing knockout there's three modes in at the moment knockout standard and duos um duos, yeah and you and I played some duos yesterday uh fuck that's rough it's well it was rough because we uh <laughs> discord wasn't couldn't working. talk to each <laughs> other for the first like three fucking rounds uh, was longer than that yeah and so but we, uh, we eventually got there yeah, what's worse about it was that uh, I had you coming up with a full green circle, so I thought the fault was with you, and the same was happening with me. and uh, But I was just talking constantly so that you would be able to hear, so you would know that like you had at least sound. And meanwhile, Discord was like doing the... Ba-ding, ba-ding, so it was making sounds, so it wasn't like my <laughs> headphones were fucked or anything. So I'm like... Hmm. I don't fucking know. So I'm just going to do this. I oh, yeah, well, you're not talking to me, but I'm just going to buy some fucking axes, I guess. I don't really know what you need at this point, but I'm going to buy some fucking axes because that's all I've been given. I was fucking, like, rapid-fire talking nonstop through everything I was doing just so I could, yeah, make sure that you could hear anything. And it turns out you couldn't hear anything anyway, and I've been wasting my stupid fucking voice. And I uh, had to full-blown kill discord when i restarted again it loaded like i think it was it did an update or something oh. hmm. and uh so yeah that was that was the trick anyway it was rough but uh when we went to play another game um tree joined and uh started to play with us i mean club my bad oh oops. uh and uh <laughs> that was on purpose <laughs> oh was it uh <laughs> and um so we did we, we just went and played uh knockout and then standard i don't like knockout i do not think i've said this a billion times but i don't think knockout is auto chess uh i just went through a big rant on, it, on uh my magic there's too rng there's too much rng involved uh and you can get like hardcore just deep dicked without hmm. being able to carve your own path to victory and i don't like that
0: generally that's why i think it needs one more life it should be five lives
1: I don't think Five Lies is going to solve its fucking problems. Like you're still going to wind up in a situation where, yeah, you you can't really dig yourself out of the hole you're in because I guess yeah, maybe Five Lies. I don't know. I'd have to see it to be sure. Like, but because it's
0: just a better like you're able to get the heroes that you want quicker um but if you've only got the four lives and it's a little bit harder like you can lose those first two rounds pretty easily yeah um but later on you're getting like 20-25 gold sometimes yeah. in the later rounds and if you're not getting a good synergy with your characters then that's kind of on you yeah <laughs> at that point I feel, yeah I think one more one more life would probably yeah, maybe. sort that out um like give you two gimmies at the start of that game but if you're losing by round three then something's not right
1: yeah or I mean yeah the way it works is that you wind up in situations where people do just have fucking amazing fucking shit right off the bat and Mm. there's not a lot you can fucking do about it right like I mean there is it's I also think it's a bad learning experience for people who are learning how to play fucking underlords right I think it teaches you some extremely bad habits uh, about how to play regular auto chess and if you never have any intention of playing regular auto chess if you just want to fucking roll the dice all the time in knockout yeah, that's which not is what a, it is, it's just spinning yeah, <laughs> spinning until you get more. non-stop re-rolls there's and no
0: strategy except for synergies and placement
1: yeah, yeah exactly and yeah like it's it, it is bananas because if you re-roll if you're re-rolling in round one of uh, standard, you're losing. You're going to lose. If you're re-rolling every... Like, I've never... Most of my wins over the past week have come at the hands of people who dominate for ages uh, but never allow their gold economy to get out from underneath 10 goals. And so you'll see them at fucking 90, gold, uh, 90 health in round twenty-five, with uh, one gold, and I'm at fucking I don't know eighteen or some shit, like fucking fifteen, I'm one one away from losing, uh, and then I get the last piece I need, and yeah, uh, you don't you don't lose another fucking round, or I don't get like I. I'm at 15 health. I'm one, one away from losing. I can definitely lose at any point. So I spend all 30 of my gold getting last pieces I need. And then I don't fucking lose. And while I'm not losing, I also, at the same time, build my gold back up. If you're not building your economy back up at some point, like, you have to know when to spend it all. And there are definitely times when you have to spend it all. But if you never allow it to build up your net worth at the end of the game, like, you can see it. The net worth of those players at the end of the game is always invariably 50 to a hundred goal behind everyone else. And it is devastating to your attempts to win. They will always go out. Like, yeah, it's a probably a decent way to get, I don't know, fourth plus. And if that's all you're playing towards, fair enough. Although you sh- we, don't, we haven't been playing ranked. So I don't think you should be doing that outside of ranked. I mean, if you're just trying to grind your way up the fucking ranks, maybe. Do it to it. But, uh, yeah. In casuals, you should probably be trying to get the win problem uh, unless you yeah, mentally uh, change the, the rules of the win to uh, incorporate one to four I guess um, yeah anyway I guess what I'm saying is economy is a fucking huge fucking deal and knockout teaches mm-hmm. you the worst fucking habits uh, in terms of economy because um, yeah you'll re-roll constantly and yeah there's no like leveling up for you to learn about or anything like that, I do worry on some level that knockout will be used as a teaching tool, and it is not how you're supposed to play an auto chess. Um, but at the same time, it does like with auto with underlords being on mobile. I, I'm not playing fucking standard games on mobile. It's hmm. my fucking battery run out before the game finishes. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's uh knockout's perfect for mobile. They've nailed that. Make it like give one more one more heart, I agree, would be at at the very least, make it palatable on mobile. But I genuinely don't generally don't want to play fucking knockout. I'd prefer to play standard. I just find it it's more the game that I really want to play. It's more of the strategy and the like the thinking. Uh, level that that I want to be at. Knockout just mm. is just a fucking roll fest. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what do you think? You prefer knockout or what?
0: Uh, I play both. I, I I sometimes jump in and do my. I play knockout on dailies, my daily missions, because uh, sometimes it'll be like make three three star heroes, and I'll be oh, like, yeah. I can do that yeah. in one game. Yeah, <laughs> so, I'll just roll through that um yeah usually it's like my warm game and then i'll jump in and play a couple of rounds of of standard um but yeah so they they've introduced a new um new underlord and uh who is a healer Oh, well, i guess he's got two different abilities so healing is sort of like the main one and then it throws out poison darts as well yep. um which something they've added in there that I really like now is the stacking um, for the poison so that wasn't in there before Um, so you can see how many stacks of poison that character or that hero now has and how much damage I'll be getting dealt to them Um, and then the other the other uh, abilities that they have is uh, being able to steal an item from the other player at the start of the match which is the lowest uh, the lowest level item and then every time a, a character dies With that, uh, with the lowest item next, like then it goes up and steals the next one, Um, up until you know the end of the game. Will that put that that hero dies? Sorry, that underlord dies. Uh, And then the other ability is the um, the lasso one we're talking about, where um, she picks up or he picks up characters within a two cell radius, um, applies five poison damage to each hero she's picked up, and then displaces them on the battlefield again. Uh, and while that is happening the entire fight stops and both teams like watch what is going on uh, and then once that ultimate or that ability is finished then the fight picks up again um,
1: Edo's a dude by the way
0: <clears throat> yeah okay
1: yeah you... <laughs> it's, it's
0: like a little rat thing right a little rat dude a little rat dude um, yeah I don't know like it's an interesting character I like some of the abilities and some of them I don't I don't like the lasso one um, I think it's an interesting solution to to um, screwing up people's synergies like screwing up people's boards because a massive part of that game is is board placement yeah uh, and then the other thing I don't like is the um, the fact that he can steal items. I don't think that is a good ability um, So both of those reasoning behind both of those is that, there's nothing you can do to stop that from happening. Like, there's no game. Like, there's no counter to that. It's just something that will event always happen. You can't stop it. Like, there's no gameplay. There's nothing to to prepare you for to for going up against that. Right. Whereas the other car- the other lords, like there's there's the tanky ones or there's there's the um, uh, there's the healers or. Like there's ways you can deal with it, and you know how to deal with it, whereas this is just something that will inevitably happen, and there's nothing you can do about it like it's just a bad i feel like it's bad gameplay game I, game
1: design i don't I don't understand how you can do something about the others like what do you do about the barrels?
0: Well, those ones I guess that's just a random element again, but um. What can you do about the barrels? Not get hit by them?
1: You don't get to choose that, though, <laughs> do you? Like, that's the thing, right? Like, there, there's a lot of RNG involved. But it's
0: not screwing up your the... current game plan. Like, the things you've built towards, all it's doing is give... Like, it's another ability of giving you damage or whatever, whereas this is just taking things from you that you can't stop. Like, it's, it's going to happen no matter what. Kill
1: him? I think the biggest problem is that, that his... Uh, his passive is that he fucking escapes. He, like, fucking gets the fuck out at, like, 25, 50, and 75% damage. And so he just leaves, and that is super fucking annoying because it means you can't just burn his ass down. Like, you could... Like, theoretically, if you knew you were coming up against an NO, right, if didn't wasn't able to, like, leap to some other fucking part of the fucking board at, at certain health percentages... Then all you'd need it's to like do three different, different it, times yeah. is position an assassin in such a way as to immediately target, you right, and that would be your solution, right? But you don't get to do that. You don't. That's not something you get to decide. And so his survivability is actually really fucking high compared to oh, yeah. other other underlords. It's a he's re- generally the last.
0: I've had games where he's always the last one on the board. Yeah most yeah. of the time and and in some cases will win fights oh yeah because uh, he's the highest damage dealing unit on the board
1: <laughs> yeah yeah like by a long way it, it, that's I think that's his biggest problem that's what leads to situations where uh, he is able to put out more damage than or guarantee that he's going to like complete his ultimate uh, ability yeah is the fact that he, he's very, very fucking difficult to kill.
0: Um, I mean, they've, they've, they've done a good job of uh, limiting that. by Before, it was everyone on the board would get rearranged. Yeah. Now, it's only that two squares. And sometimes, like, it'll just pick up one one unit, and you're like, yeah, I don't care. Um, yeah. Other times, you're like, you'll be winning a fight, and then it'll just pick up everybody. And all of a sudden, everyone's got five stacks of damage on them, poison, and you're just like, man, that's really screwed me up big time. There's just nothing you can do to really... ...stop that from happening... ...because it's always going to happen... ...because of that escapability.
1: My problem with him... He, he don't... Well... I think, I think it sort of... ...illustrates the problem with him... ...but I can't choose... ...like if I could choose... ...that he did all-out attack... Hmm. ...I'd probably pick him every fucking round. Because yeah, uh, it, it's random abilities... Yeah, so it's between one and two. It's between him stealing an item and stealing and doing this uh, picking everyone up attack. If I could choose for him to do the pick up attack, uh, pick everyone up attack every single fucking time, I'd do it. I, I yeah. honest to god would, because it is so disruptive to how people play. Um, and like like you were saying, like he will get it off. Um, I think stealing items is actually super powerful as well. Um, like it would have basically. It would have muted my Terrorblade with fucking uh, Moonshard, right? Like, if he'd stolen the Moonshard. Terrorblade would still be doing fuck tons of damage at three stars, but uh, nowhere near as much as what he was. Like, he was basically my entire team was built around giving Terrorblade enough time It's just fucking. He was like. Like, fuck, troll Warlord, but better. Like, it was insane. Um, yeah, that's. That's some. Um, some shit, right? Like, you... It, it'd be very, very disruptive, but only in a very, like, a much less... Hang on. I'm just reading it. NO steals the lowest tier item from the enemy crew at the start of combat. When an enemy dies in NO's attack range, he loots them yeah. if they have a better item equipped. Right. So it's only when they die. It steals, and it's not- And it's only the lowest tier... So that's yeah. actually not that big a deal. Oh, I don't care then. Fuck it. I thought he was jumping around and stealing. I wondered why he didn't seem that fucking effective. If it was a fucking healing and stealing, what What would... Uh, yeah, okay. Um. Yeah, that, that, I think that's kind of shit in that case. And I'd always go all out attack. Uh. Because, yeah, it's, it's heinously disruptive, but instead I get given a choice between one thing or another, and it feels like a bit of a fucking... RNG dick punch if I never get like if none of the four things are something I would want although there is there are very 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 few circumstances where what I want is uh, anything Hobgen is offering Um, I pick him up a lot really well, i'm doing like trolls or mages or
0: something oh yeah mages mage the I because you I want that it. speed like if yeah. you've got trolls and then him again like it gets so mm. when he goes off you get warlocks is good as well with him because the, like the faster you're doing damage yeah right the quicker yeah. those heels yeah. come out and that's a good yeah, point
1: I, I really like I, I i like him with mages and i haven't used him with any of the others uh i just like the heels uh from an, uh, anisex or whatever the fuck Oh, I no. think they're all pretty viable at this stage. I, I, I pick up
0: most of them, but at the same it's time, like I switch
1: right. Like, uh, like if it's Ana without the Demon Golem, yeah. like she's she's not very good with when she's doing the Shadow Clone thing. She's not very good there. I uh, uh, yeah, like I don't like it, but I've had fights where I've lost fights because of that. Really?
0: Because I mean, you basically. Like that's a free hero switched over to your team because everybody attacks that hero and if it dies, and it's the most powerful hero in their team, like, yeah, <laughs> that's that's a huge sign. But it's but a again, huge. it's like that random thing, right? Yeah. It's it's like uh, you know what do what are you gonna get? Are you gonna get the the uh, the level three doom, or are you gonna get like a two star um, enchantress? Like yeah. it could be one or the other.
1: Yeah. Um. Mm.
0: But anyway, yeah, I I think um, yeah, it's interesting. But at the same time, the I think the reason why they're putting the randomness in there in in terms of you get one of the other builds is is again to stop people from forcing themselves onto like the same builds all the time. Yeah, totally. Um,
1: yeah, I, just, I think they're uh, significantly better. Um underlord like yeah underlord abilities and like that's a balancing issue more than anything right like if all of them were as viable as one another then I wouldn't feel the same way but like yeah if all that attack if the fucking lasso is significantly better than stealing a lowest tier item from someone then I don't see why you would be happy to get the worst version of the same thing you know
0: Mm. The, the lasso thing has man when we were playing yesterday I got screwed over so many times by like either <laughs> a, abilities on my team not going off like a lich ult being thrown out and then the lasso picking up the entire team and that ultimate just screwing up like everything like you can't you can't do anything in that stage like it's basically cancelled yeah. Um a lot of interactions like that where something's supposed to happen and just doesn't uh, same thing with maybe like spirits getting the the triangle effect, the delta slam, I
1: think uh-huh. it's called, yeah, and the
0: then um, having that go off, but then nothing happening Catching because nothing they've picked it up. <laughs> like that sort of stuff is r- it really screws with you, yeah. and it could be, you know, um, could go either way. It could be something your team has done or something the other team has done. So uh, yeah, I'm wondering if they'll change that that lasso thing completely. Like it'll just maybe be removed because I don't think it's a good. Having characters stand around while this thing is like this ability is going on is just weird to me. Yeah,
1: yeah. It and if is, both if, a... if both
0: teams have the same character, like you could be standing around for f- six or seven seconds while nothing happens in that game. just not interesting to watch. I think. Yeah. I think I'll change it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think they have to. Yeah.
0: yeah. Even if it's just like an instant, like, man, like a um. Just make it quicker. I don't know. Yeah, like an instant slam effect or something like that, where it just instantly moves everybody, just throws them up in the air, makes them land straight away. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a cool little like, you know, people fighting and the power symbols and that sort of stuff. But from a gameplay perspective, it's not. It doesn't work. I don't think. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, we, we I was playing a game last night after you left with uh with Trig and um. I ended up on five health at one stage and the person coming first was on like 90 or 87 or something like that. Yep. Uh, and uh, and then I went on a streak and like got the one thing that I was looking for and that was it. Like I, I won like 10 games straight or something like that. Uh, and I went up against this dude that was on like 85 health and won every single game from then off. And just nice. I, like I got my, my, um, I had two gyros on the board at one stage just oh, to yeah. try and deal enough damage. Yeah. And, uh, and then I got the second gyro, and that, now and that was it. Like, I all of a sudden had him on the board, and then like another unit, and he was getting melted, like taking like 20 damage per hit. Um, so yeah, like those comeback things you're talking about of someone being really high up and you just getting that. All of a sudden, like, you get that late game build that you've been aiming for. Yeah. And then everything just starts to click all of a sudden. You, you
1: can't be beaten. Yeah, yeah. I had, I had a good one with Legion Commander where uh, I had... I'd been building brawny fucking ages. And, like, actually pretty late, like, level seven or eight, mm. uh, I figured I had the fucking pieces I needed for... Uh, legion to work because I had I was doing brawny uh, rangers is it rangers the fucking arrow whatever the fuck they're called Um, hunters hunters maybe yeah Uh, brawny hunters I guess and uh, because what's his face two axes beastmaster beastmaster Uh, he was like the linchpin of my fucking team I had offered yeah. him immediately. And uh, he got two kills in the first one. I'm like, oh, I'm doing brawny. I'm doing brawny on this one, <laughs> motherfuckers. Two kills. <laughs> two kills is all I need to get started. He didn't get another fucking kill for. Extra like, 30 fucking, health. Yeah. He, didn't get, <laughs> he literally didn't get another fucking kill for, like, fucking... I think it was, like, seven rounds. It was fucking infuriating. Um, and I only stuck with him because uh, I got jugged, like, a couple a couple later. And I didn't feel mm. like it was a bad fucking build to, to run at. I, I didn't have an axe. No, someone someone already had a two two axe, and someone else had the other another axe. I am like, uh, too many axes. Um, but yeah, I got jug, and uh, I just sort of fucking built built down that train, and then uh, yeah, around like fucking well deep level seven or, or so, I saw a legion commander, and I I didn't have I'd been building without thinking about what I was going to put on next, and then I hit the next level, and I didn't have someone to put on the fucking board. Uh, mm. and so I, I, I saw a legion commander and fucking dumped her on there which I think is pretty late for a legion commander I don't think you want to have her on that late because um, you're just giving away free damage at that point to the other she, team if she yeah well the upside was she was dying before she could even get her fucking jewel off like she was yeah, just okay. getting melted but two rounds later I had her at two stars uh, pure luck of the draw um and uh i got the terror again uh terror blade again tb again um to complete my to finish off the second level of the rangers or hunters or whatever the fuck they're called um so i had two of those brawny was actually fucking pumping because i managed to up juggernaut beastmaster was not bringing all that much but then he started getting a fucking ton of kills uh, her kills are counting. Um, but she was getting dual kills, which don't count towards her kills. Apparently, it turns out. Um, which is kind of annoying. And then I got an item that gives you like twenty five percent attack speed, damage, and something else. And I chucked it on her, and sh- hmm. she started to fucking monster count. She was, she like, she would immediately. I don't know where she was getting. Think. Human, like we had the human alliance, and so she was getting mana up real fucking quick, and uh, she would like fucking start a jewel off and just like belt someone straight off the bat, uh, and then <laughs> yeah, like straight on. And I actually got her; she actually managed to get off fucking two jewels in one fucking round a couple of times, which I literally hadn't seen before. And like before long, she was unfucking stoppable. Like she had just way too much I had the fucking the dragon alliance on her
0: oh yeah and so she, she heals gets after she kills someone
1: oh my god it's disgusting it, it it would be demoralizing to see her go all the way down to fucking 25% health and then see her leap straight back up to 75% to just start fucking slamming on someone else again it's fucking out of control and the other one you know what did, else
0: is filthy with what? with uh, you give savage to her
1: oh yeah 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 <laughs> Like, whew, she, she can really fucking snowball out of control real fucking quick. The other one I did, I did another one with her, with um, Bloodbound and oh, yeah. uh, a bunch of sacrificial fucking lambs. Like, I had the fucking big time contract on, uh, and I had a fucking, I got a Bloodseeker just to fucking die quick. And uh, it worked fucking ages. I mean, you got to transition away from uh, uh, Bloodbound, like, eventually. It never works long term. In my experience, I mean... I think...
0: You ch- I'd chuck it on ter- Blade or something. Yeah. And sometimes it works.
1: Like, once... I, I think it's because the key piece is often the Warlock. And the Warlock stops being viable in the later rounds. Like, it's just... Even, even when it's giant, it's not doing enough damage to actually do all that much. Uh, but yeah, if you can get... If you can get the big time on on TB, or Legion Commander, you can still fucking last for fucking ever. I didn't transition away fast enough uh, into something else, and I could have done. I just I was too addicted to seeing a giant fucking Legion Commander run around and fucking one chop because it was mm. it was amazing. I get very distracted with cool shit as opposed to stuff that's going to make make me win. But I think that's yeah. part of the the appeal of the game. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah
0: yeah it's been fun um still playing a lot of it so yes and
1: i'll be playing even more we had a fucking how many have seven seven people in the fucking channel all playing did at we at the same time i don't remember i believe so um, oh yeah,
0: yeah we had a bunch yeah
1: in discord uh yeah that was pretty that was pretty entertaining everyone's shit talking uh yeah that was that was some good games i enjoyed that um i like seeing that uh we would all we all our way down to six or so and then four again and we we're just jumping into a casual games. we weren't playing ranked or anything. Um uh, but yeah. Just uh chatting up and Yeah, that's a good that's a good way to play. It's a very fun uh community game. We managed to convince Club to play it. He installed it and played it for the first time and uh I believe he went on he went on to win his first game a couple of days later, which is cool. Um Drew fucking Drew must have been on like fucking I don't know four or five fucking win streak it was disgusting I don't mean like rounds <laughs> I mean actual games like he, it was as if he couldn't fucking lose it was disgusting and then Squirrel won a game while he was AFK tending to his baby which was just the worst way classic. to see him win <laughs> the <a> classic Squirrel <laughs> it was actually pretty classic Squirrel uh, but yeah no it was good, good times um, yeah yeah and uh, who else I think Frisco installed it for the first time uh, Jay right. was playing oh it was good it was a good time anyway yeah and that's that's good stuff we will definitely continue to play that
0: yeah for sure yep um, and last up Apex Legends season 4 dropped um, yesterday we managed to jump in and play a bunch of that yeah. uh, new new patch added in uh, new legend to the game Revenant, Revenant who is a um a bad guy I guess right is I guess the first bad guy they've got in the game seems like a bad guy um who has a I guess he's like a robot or something from what I can gather some sort of robot and uh he's got a couple of different abilities first one is uh like a passive skill which allows him to climb up walls really high and um crouch walk a lot faster i think it might not make as much sound as well i think uh really i'm not 100 sure on that one um i don't know that's just what i kind of assumed uh so it's kind of like the the same sort of skills that were were done during the halloween event last year um which we talked about uh very similar to that and then the second um ability they've got is a, a throwable like orb which will damage units or damage heroes for um, a certain amount of hit points and then will stop them from activating their abilities for about 10 seconds uh, which is really good for you know if you want to throw that on like a wraith that you're shooting at to stop them from phasing out and then running away um, or like an octane from injecting themselves and then getting out of there so um really interesting ability that just basically negates anything that, that other person can do. Uh, and then the third their ultimate ability is a death totem that they can place on the ground, um which you and your team can interact with. And then from that point on you've got about 30 seconds where if you're shot at rather than taking damage from your shield, it takes your health damage down. And then once you uh, get to zero, you return back to the death totem with one health. Uh, and then you can heal back up and uh, go back into the fight. Um, and so that's... Uh, yeah, that's basically how the character works. Um, managed to have a couple of games with him yesterday and... Uh, yeah, still trying to figure out like what sort of the best circumstances are to use it. It seems like a very good hero to use when you're on the offensive as opposed to uh, being attacked by another team yeah. because it can be quite um, like the, the death totem is sort of something you want to put that's hidden out of the way like somewhere you can get like get back into the fight quickly but not somewhere where the other team will be able to see you from that point where they're shooting you from because they'll instantly be able to kill you straight away anyway yeah. Um, so yeah it's like a, it's like a good one for being like oh there's another team up in this building or something, we'll pop the death totem, we'll activate our abilities, and then quickly rush in, do some damage, and then if we get killed, we can immediately go back in, while they're trying to heal up, and that sort of stuff, so, uh, yeah, really interesting way of, trying to force players to, engage into a fight, um, which, who was the last one, the last one was, uh, not Watson, the Um, drone dude, yeah, um, I forget his name, but, um, Yeah, he he's gone through like a bunch of iterations. He was more like a scout. Sorry, cipher, cipher. Yeah, Um, like a fight initiator, I guess. And then you had like Watson before that, who was defensive operator, and this one is a bit more like in your face, run in, get stuff done. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, what you? I think you had a couple of games with Revenant as well. What was your kind of takeaway with?
1: Is a character. He's, he's a bit of a dickhead, right? <laughs> he's, he's kind of a fuckhead. Like, he's. Like, he's I hate rude. his voice lines. He's always shitting on other people, and I'm not a fan of that. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't really understand how his fucking alt worked. Uh, so. Yeah, I i don't know. I didn't realize he had to go and fucking activate it. It didn't say anything like that. Um, I guess you could have in, inferred it from the multiple, like, people who. Like, yeah, players who use, if you infer from the plural meaning of the word players, um, that multiple people can use the same fucking item or object, then perhaps you would have worked out that you actually needed to activate it, but I had no idea, so I just dumped it, and I thought that was going to allow me to fucking teleport back, and I thought the, the risk or reward was I put it out of the way. I thought the risk was that, if they shot it, then I wouldn't be invulnerable anymore or unable to die anymore and that would be the fucking risk or whatever the fuck but, uh, no, you actually have to fucking also press E on the fucking thing yeah. and I had no That would be that a bit
0: actually. too powerful I feel like if you had to just put it down and, and just revive players Uh, maybe, maybe. Like it forces players to be at that point before they engage as opposed to two people being like oh, I'm about to go in, drop your thing and then you know
1: I mean? if, if you dropped it and it only affected everyone in, inside a radius of the fucking thing? I don't know. Or, I mean, it's got a radius
0: as well. Does it? Yeah, like if you, you, you can't drop it and then fucking just piss bolt out of there. Um, can't, can't you?
1: I thought it was like, just time I don't know, oh, maybe. These questions are my problem with him, right? Why wouldn't they fucking explain this shit? Why wouldn't why why do I have to fucking have guesswork about how the fuck this motherfucker works or go watch some fucking video from them or some shit? Why doesn't it just say, uh, "Press E"? Like when you press Tab, it tells you what he fucking does, and then you can fucking work out how the fuck his fucking ultimate works. Why the fuck is it some fucking? Why do I need a fucking Wikipedia to fucking work out how a fucking new hero works? It's fucking ridiculous.
0: Yeah, um,
1: it should it should
0: have like interact like it needs to be interacting the, the wording they've got in there I think that's what they've
1: missed out on when players um, use yeah I suppose players interact with yes 100% yeah. at the very least yeah yeah or maybe there isn't a radius maybe I'm just
0: making that up I, I don't know I've, I've never I've never seen a message that says you're out of the radius whatever sure. but yeah I just feel like having the interact there is like a barrier of stopping players from just being like quick I'm I'm getting attacked dump you you know, you think somewhere. Yeah. Um, that automatically just saves them. It's like a free life basically. Yeah. Um, as opposed to like, let's put the thing down and then go initiate thing, this thing as a team. Yeah. Um, the, the one interesting interaction that it's got, which I had to look into is that, uh, the totem lasts for 30 seconds, but if you interact with it, then that 30 second timer starts to tick down. Like as a player, it shows you on your screen how much time is left. Uh, but, Another player can go interact with that, and you get they get another they get thirty seconds. Like right. that totem will stay there until thirty seconds is up, or someone interacts with it. So it, it will stay there for a amount of time. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, other players in the world can also interact with it. So I, I had a fight last night or yesterday when we were playing, where we put the death totem down, we went and engaged into a fight, and then um, people were get knocked and like all this stuff. It was just hectic. It was like three teams fighting each other uh my death totem i i was knocked out and downed and brought back to my our death totem i healed up ran back in and i found theirs and so i activated theirs and that gave me like another life again so you can do That's that sort cool. of thing where you can find the other teams and then yeah use it which <laughs> sort of like the same way like a, a watson works right like if they've got a, a watson ultimate uh, the shield um device down it'll heal your shields as well as like Uh, everybody like everybody else is in that zone so you gotta worry about those sorts of things like um, and we ended up winning that fight which was pretty good so I like those sort of like interactions in there like the risk risk reward
1: thing you were talking about yeah yeah we did lose a fight because of your Watson by the way we lost a game because of your Watson because we had two teams left and you dumped your fucking Watson down and then uh, I uh, I couldn't fucking throw my goddamn caustic alt, uh, <laughs> to lock him out. Well, I did, and it zapped it because it landed just beyond the fucking wall, and uh, it zapped it away. So it zapped away my stuff as well as theirs, which is. He
0: <laughs> shouldn't have thrown it down on top of
1: us. Um, oh no, not caustic alt. It was the fucking um, smoke, Gibraltar. No smoke um, is fucking Bangalore. Uh, yeah, right. I had no idea it even did it with the fucking smoke. Uh, but all I wanted to do was put it at my feet. I had a fucking... I had that, that <laughs> scope that allowed, like highlights people through smoke and shit. Or you see yeah. that red outline. I had that. Yeah. So I just wanted it at my feet. And then I could have fucking minced them. <laughs> uh-huh, but yeah, it's after I'm fucking smoke. It was real good. <laughs> That's pretty good. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was a very um,
0: disappointing way to lose a game. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of other changes. Um, new sniper rifle. The Sentinel. Which uh, uses shield batteries to... Charge up the um, the the it's damage shots, yeah, yeah. Which and then is uh, the shields, yeah. Oh, it does it? I, I've never, I haven't actually used it with a shield battery because every time I saw sure uh, a clip of it, I was worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pick up a fucking sniper rifle. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah. Um, on Double top of that, sniper GF. rifles are now a separate category, so they've got Sep- their own ammo. Yep. Um, and the a uh, sorry the g7 scout has been removed from the sniper rifle class and moved into assault rifle class and only accepts um assault rifle optics now as opposed to the, the sniper rifle optics like the the 6x and the, the yep. 8x and stuff like that um which is a fitting category because i i never used the I like that g7 scout i always put like a holo on it and just run around with that because it was a beast yeah so, just destroys people uh what else is there a bunch of other weapon changes things like hop ups are being removed um a bunch of changes to like the energy weapon rifles and and the way that they interact uh, in the game um what else is big Uh, a couple of like simple weapon changes like all the all the stuff they've done in terms of weapon balancing is stuff that I agree with um like I can see the reasoning behind a lot of that I'm like yeah, yeah. that makes sense it's exactly what I would do uh, then the legend changes Bloodbound now has a extra 5 seconds added to um their hunt oh, his hunter timer right? Uh, every time you get a kill um, oh, really? so you can keep increasing that which is really cool I-, I was doing that the other night where I was knocking players down and like the that timer was up forever Like it was so long um so that was it was a lot of fun um, the other one is the, what else is there the map changes uh, they've redone um, the world's edge which is something they did with the original map on King's Canyon sort of like uh, changed the layout of it, extra buildings um, and it, yeah, just a, like a bunch of extra stuff that's in the world, there's a giant planet harvester, is it planet harvester? they're calling it in the middle of, like, the map, which sh- has, probably... like, a giant beam shooting out of it into the sky. Yep. Uh, and I don't know if you've seen some of the videos, but, like, there was one where the ship flew over the top of it and everybody that was still left in the ship ended up dying. Oh, <laughs> really? Because the beam actually killed you. That's sick. Or <laughs> well, there's That's been videos of people awesome. flying into, like, into the beam, not realizing that it would kill you. Um, yeah. I feel like that might change the one where you can get killed by it if you're in a ship though because that no, seems a bit... that's fucking amazing. Leave that It <laughs> sure. should stay. I love it.
1: Yeah. 100%. Like, you have to hot drop. Yeah. Like, fuck <laughs> it. Or, like, just, you know, like, deal with it, right? Like, the, the plane's going for the fucking beam. It's a beam.
0: Mm. Man, yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Um Yeah, and then so there's a bunch of other areas around the map. Like, the main city is now split into half. There's, like, a, a lava pit that is separating the two. And if you do fall into the lava you take 25 damage i think it is and uh and then the heat will jump you like boost you into the air and it'll make you like get out of there so if you do fall in you're not dead right which is an interesting way to solve we the problem were running of what happens running before.
1: around the map and we like uh oh yeah you can jump in the lava and uh i'm like do you get damaged by it and uh he was like didn't say anything for like five seconds he's like you can jump in the lava Anyway, that is the fucking basiest shit I've ever fucking heard in my life. Um, yeah, that was some that was some, some good bait. Yep. I just checked; it's forty
0: damage you take from the lava right, in, in the updraft sections. Um, the other thing they've added in is weapon racks, so guaranteed spawn locations in the game, uh, which is good. That's in a good way of I solving the problem of of like. Uh, what happens if you land somewhere and you open three crates and there's no never there's seen it there's nothing any. in there I haven't you seen, haven't seen any, any. no they're in um, small buildings in survey camp right. so survey camp is uh to the it's near the ice area right. right up around there right yeah maybe they're just sort of testing it out and see how things go before they start putting it in other places but I think it's an interesting change um I don't think there's much else that they've really done, but there's a still decent amount of changes in the game from from what they've put out there so far. Which um, I'm digging it. I, I'm enjoying playing it. It's not too hard to play. Like with the the latency with you guys, it's yep. it's n- noticeable, but um, close range fights seem to be going okay for the most part, <laughs> which is good. Sniping is a bit difficult, but yeah, you can kind of deal with it. I'll figure it out eventually. Like, we had a couple of games there we were doing like 1200, 1400 damage. Um, I was playing, yeah, with 190 ping, 180 ping, or something like that, so it wasn't too bad, all right?
1: Cool, nice. Uh, Cleb wasn't a fan of playing on US servers at all, yeah. No, it's... we immediately switched, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was not happy, anyway. Nice. Um, yeah, like, uh, it is sort of what I was saying, it is more react and survive, but because I'm in that mind frame, I'm having more fun with it, I was very aggro at the start, but A, I'm sick, and B, um, I think I was, like, still adjusting to, like, every time you fucking change shooters, you gotta change how you fucking move and stuff, and I was still trying to fucking ADS and all this kind of shit, and not moving while I was fighting, and, Yeah, there's that adjustment period that I was going through. But we got a fucking win, and it felt it was a good fucking win. We got fucking heaps of kills. Uh, 11 kills as a fucking squad. I got five. You got to kind of be aggressive. I got four, you got five, and i got two. We did fucking, must have done about 3k damage between us as well. It's fucking huge.
0: We had that hot drop where we were just punching people at one stage. (laughs) It was just, I think we got like four or five kills. Yep. I think I got four like two of them were punching people and then you got a bunch like we were punching the same dude at the same time and yeah,
1: it was like, this just ridiculous Well, we couldn't find a fucking gun so
0: yeah um yeah I, I haven't played since they put the party boat up there which is Mirage's boat yeah uh, which has the fireworks and I was like there's an audio problem like why is my headphones crackling all crackling the time? yeah yeah <laughs> didn't realize but yeah, uh, they've done an awesome job. One year anniversary for that game coming up. Coming up or has it come up. Um, so yeah, it's it's in a good spot. I feel like it's it's a lot of significant changes. Like I, I was comparing this to the um, the Battlefield five six season six patch notes or something, and like yeah. looking at what Battlefield has done compared to this, it's like that is you could that you, that's a major update i don't think so it feels like battlefield team left uh i don't know a, a year and over a year ago and went and started working on something else whereas the apex team is still working on this game <laughs> like they're doing games as a service and the battlefield team is like oh we just there's an extra gun there you go yeah yeah over there like new
1: gameplay mechanics and things like that are really interesting um what are you talking about battlefield 5 has plenty of brand new gameplay mechanics like when they fuck up the fucking time to the kill. time to kill yeah. <laughs> so that's a new gameplay mechanic it's one that makes me hate playing the game um, <laughs> ow no I think you're right I think uh, yeah I think there must be there must be a Battlefield 6 around the corner or something I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if we heard it announced yep anyway
0: all right that was Apex Legends season four starting nice. now yeah, all right, let's do some news. Um first one is Dota Underlords is launching February 25th. So this is what you were talking about. Mm. Uh it's going 1.0 mm. which will contain the um the single pl- or the campaign. Um I don't know if you've seen screenshots of it but there's like a uh, there's a couple floating around of kind of what it looks like the 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 layout of what you'll be doing in there. Um no I'm I'm curious to see what the actual gameplay will be like, though. Is it just going to be? I don't, like, I don't know. Are you going up against other underlords or something? It's right. going to be interesting yeah, to I see don't what they're doing because uh, I haven't talked about it.
1: I'm interested. I, I'm personally, I'm sort of hoping for almost like chess puzzles, like just a campaign of chess puzzles. Like you know, you get those books. Mm. Uh, I don't this. Like you need shit, to learn uh, three moves. What do you do? Yeah, yeah. Or like, here's here's what you've got, uh, and uh, here's how much gold you've got. Let's see if you can win, or something like that. You know, like I reckon that'd be a fucking that'd be a cool way to do it. And like you can narratively justify it, like oh you got robbed going through the uh, the, s- the underground streets of White Spire, so now you've only got half your gold or something like that. And you're like oh cool. why yeah that's a pretty cool idea uh that's what I hope for but uh, I'll be interested to see what they put together regardless um even if it's just something like a narratively justified AI tournament I guess just uh yeah excited to see what they do
0: yeah I think we'll find out beforehand what's going on they're doing a um like a cover feature with, with PC Gamer on Dota yep. Underlords so we may get a lot more information as to what's, what's happening with that game. Once it, uh, once it comes out, but uh, I'm interested in new battle pass. I'm like level 40, I think in the battle pass at the moment. So I want my, I want my cosmetics. I want to be paid in cosmetics that I haven't got yet.
1: That's better. Give them to me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, all right. What is next? Dan Hauser has, or is leaving rockstar games in March. So about a month from now, um, Dan Houser is the co-founder uh, and co-creator of Rockstar Games, um, who have made titles like uh, Grand Theft Auto, Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Redemption Two, Bully, uh, Rockstar Games presents Table Tennis. Of course, yep. I think that's most of them. Right? Yep.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's most. Of them. Uh, that's most. Manhunt. Of them. That's pretty yeah. big news. Yeah, it's huge. He was like the fucking like the lead writer on most of them as well
0: yeah for sure yeah
1: um so that's a pretty big deal um yeah like I don't like it'll be interesting to see how this impacts uh Rockstar heading forward um I've got no idea where he's going I'd be very interested to see what he's up to um or if he's going anywhere if he's going anywhere yeah like I, I was saying this the other day but Uh, maybe he's decided he just wants to sit back, relax, and do all of the cocaine in the world. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's certainly a possibility. But uh, yeah, I think think maybe Cleb was saying there's a chance that he's one of those guys who has to be creating stuff.
0: Yeah, I I mean, there's a chance he goes into somewhere else, right? Like, uh, uh, we've seen how influential film has been in the games they've put out. Maybe he goes into... Producing yeah. or somewhere like that on film, You're like, yeah, you don't know, definitely. Um, um yeah. but yeah, like you said, he, he's a big part of that. His brother is staying on, as far as we know,
1: yeah, as far as we can tell. Yeah,
0: hmm. uh, all right, next up we've got uh, the last piece of news because we're scraping for stuff. I am EACF... talking about
1: people moving places. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Rod Ferguson. Uh, oh yeah see he's the coalition uh and'll be working on the diablo franchise at blizzard uh he announced it on twitter uh yeah. while while we were doing this podcast um which is uh, uh, it's pretty big uh he has been on the gears of war team since the fucking get go and mm-hmm. uh yeah that's uh that's pretty pretty huge deal i I'm, I'm not sure what he uh what he will be doing necessarily with Diablo Uh, whether he's just coming in to help them shore things up for the launch of Diablo 4 or if they're making something else Diablo related Uh, yeah and that's
0: the thing right they've said Diablo franchise and not (laughs) not Diablo 4 exactly um so we know they've got two games in development at the moment Diablo 4 and Diablo Immortal which is the uh the, the mobile game um but yeah, if he's joining to oversee the franchise, like, is he looking after all of them, or is he bringing in to work on something else, like a third thing that's coming in? Yeah. Because um, like, Immortal seems pretty close to being done, um, yeah. whereas Diablo has been in development for a long, uh, for a while now, and has still got a ways to go. It just seems strange to bring someone else in to oversee that unless they're having issues with Diablo 4 again yeah yeah so, I don't know
1: Yes, we'll find out
0: we'll find out um, alright uh, yeah the last one I've got here is EA's CFO's Blake Jorgensen who uh, is a familiar name to us all has um, said that Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order has exceeded expectations and at the start it was supposedly supposed to do about between 6 to 8 million uh, and it's currently on track for over $10 million at this stage. Uh, this is the guy that um, said that people don't want single-player games anymore. Ha! Huh. Or, or linear-sitting single-player games. Well, And their uh, Star Wars single-player game is doing better on the battlefield at this point. So, there you go.
1: That's pretty cold. Uh, but it is yeah. a Star Wars game, so...
0: Yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, I mean, it's pretty probably safe to say that Respawn now has... Um, Free reign to do whatever the fuck they want going into this, their next couple of games. Considering yep. they've had huge success with uh, with with Apex Legends being one of EA's biggest games of last year, and then uh, you know back to back with Jedi Fallen mm-hmm. Order being the second one. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm I'm looking for obviously there's going to be a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order, um, so I'm really looking forward to whatever they do with that next because um, you know they'll probably get more budget and more time to do to do that sequel and um, yeah and then then probably whatever the second team wants to work on on the third team because you know they, we've got that Medal of Honor game yep. somewhere as well coming out yeah um, so yeah respawns killing at the moment
1: yeah they're fucking slaming
0: yeah <clears throat> yep and that's the news of the week that's what we got. Um, any questions at all that we can go through, or is that I, it?
1: I believe we do have some questions on. Oh, nice on the the Discord. We do. Uh, when was that? Yep. Uh, so you can write us in questions on our Discord or send us an email. Last week we had an email. This week we got Discord questions. Uh, Doctor E Three Money writes. I like what you guys are saying about PUBG being an adapt and survive game versus a react and survive game, but I think even that is probably too highbrow for PUBG Corp. I think they prob- by probably just look at it like the people say they like the action of PUBG, we should give them more of that, but the people are wrong. The action in, the action in PUBG is only good because of the action of the build-up up to it ...and the stakes involved. PUBG is a game of tension, not action. It's the threat of one bullet being able to end your game. It's the build-up of tension during the loot phase and repositioning phases. It's the unknowns of other player locations. It's the randomness of the circle, your game literally turning on its head... ...the moment the circle closes and the new one appears... ...either screwing you over or blessing you. The tension that all that builds is then released in moments of action... ...leading to tasty chicken or bitter defeat... You can't have a horror movie that's all jump scares. Jump scare only works if there is a build-up. Times of silence and creeping facing the unknown. Five jump scares in three minutes has no effect. It's all just the same. The change of pace is what makes PUBG great, not the top speed it reaches. Thoughts? Thoughts, Luke? Yeah, I feel like we said this last week. (laughs) I uh, 100% agree. I mean, like, uh, I think it makes, like... Like it is a good point that like the tension is what actually yeah like yeah like it's it is about the tension like the the tension is everything and having no tension like uh leads to, leads to dull encounters like leads to just repeat it, like you can even see it on a much smaller scale where if you were to look at objective based game modes right there is uh, when you are playing positional playing in an objective mode Say so you're playing Call of duty domination uh, mm. and you're holding c right on your own right the tension of waiting to see who's going to come around the corner next whether it's going to be a teammate or an enemy is far more like far greater an experience than just like for me at least and for i think a lot of people uh is far greater than, than any tension anything that happens in Team Deathmatch or Free For All right like yeah. there is that fucking oh my god what's gonna happen next like I'm sitting here not engaged in the battle but Every moment that passes is potential, right? It's that potential energy that is building up as the rubber band fucking pulls back further and further and further. And you're waiting to find out whether or not you know the band's going to snap, or if it's going to be let go and flung further, or whatever. That all that potential energy is what makes it into such an exciting and interesting game. Uh, and yeah, yeah, I think that's that's something that they have clearly failed to analyze. Um, yeah yeah
0: they've, they've tried to go go after the the fast-paced combat hmm. um the like a, a Fortnite or apex legends has has done um whereas those games reward players for engaging in combat for yeah you know, by giving them like apex legends for example you've got more better shields now to go up against you to with, whereas, repair that shit
1: yeah yeah
0: or better weapons and things like that whereas uh that's a lot harder in PUBG. It's all about the tension, and so you're you're, you're play, playing for positioning. Um, but like you're not looting position.
1: in combat in PUBG unless you are out of everything. But yeah. if you're like, if I'm in the middle of a firefight in Apex, and I just killed someone who had, and and he took all my fucking shields away, I'll still fucking loot him because when I loot him and I you take his shield. shield, it's straight back up. I don't have to fucking heal my shield. Like it is like they they are actively encouraging. Actually, fucking running down your opponents, and that just doesn't happen in PUBG in mm. any sense of the fucking concept. But they're trying to put that speed of it in there. Yeah. Yeah. Which and isn't working. Without adjusting any of the rest of the game. Uh, see, was it you that shared that fucking clip of uh, Dr. Disrespect?
0: <laughs>
1: oh. He jumped
0: into. He's like we get getting back into PUBG <laughs> and he, yeah. he looted a house and got blown up by the black zone the yeah. moment
1: he landed. <laughs> How does the black zone fucking exist when people are landing? That is fucking stupid. That is ridiculous. Holy shit. That's insane. Uh, Johnny Bravo writes, did Dr. E3 Money just agree with your comments then ask for your thoughts on your own comments? <laughs> right. Uh, Yes, yes, he did. Uh, (laughs) But he made a a good point. Um, He he made made, a movie
0: analogy, which we didn't. It's true. Uh,
1: Yeah, uh, like anytime anyone is making one of my own points back to me, it's always a good point because all my points are good points. Person smart. right, fucking nailed it. Uh, Dr. (laughs) E3 Money writes Why does Johnny Bravo have to question my methods of making a comment? A question? Um, so I guess here, Drew is giving up the fucking, giving up the game here by, uh, clearly, clearly illustrating that all he was trying to do was make a comment and then, uh, you know, adhere to the basic, the most simple of rules of the questions channel, which is you have to fucking ask a question. Maybe, I wonder if there's a bot. Could we like add a bot that like deletes or like. Yeah, it deletes your question if it doesn't end with a question mark, and then people... Yeah, but these guys
0: have put... They put question marks in there, it sounds like.
1: They have, but I'm just looking up, and Dangers loves to do his... uh, He loves to have, like, one last little bit after he's finished his question, and and it would delete it, and I think it'd be infuriating. And it'd really... It'd be a real FOG-type move, you know? Like, a real fog move. Uh, Anyway... Um, yeah uh, I think because Johnny Bravo is an agent of chaos that's my answer to Drew's second question Um, yeah anyway uh, good questions guys good questions Um, questions alright that's the show that is the
0: show you can find us the gap on iTunes Android Windows Store Spotify YouTube everywhere that you can find podcast apps um, Under the Gap or the GA Podcast if you do have a moment please rate and review the show helps other people find us you can also send us questions the podcast at gmail.com you can go to our discord page com slash discord you can leave us questions talk about movies uh, you can play Dota Underlords with us you can play Battlefield you can play Apex whatever you want it's all, it's yeah. all happening in, over there on discord uh, you can also find our social media facebook.com slash gapodcast twitter.com slash gapodcast we have a YouTube channel so well, thegapodcast.com slash YouTube if you want to go watch the videos or listen to podcasts there, you can do that as well and our website GAPodcast.com, has links to everything we talked about today including past episodes of the show if you want to go and check out our last week's episode 501st or maybe the 500 one we went on forever mm. about stuff that's happened in the past you can go do that true thank you um, and that's all thanks to our Patreon members if you want to help support the show you can go to patreon.com slash gapodcast become a monthly subscriber so thank you to everyone that does that every month I greatly thank appreciate you. your support yes. and if you want to check out anything uh that i'm doing you can go to twitter.com slash luke laurie and uh i'm not doing much on there at the moment but things will pick up soon i got some stuff coming up but otherwise we, you can check out job as well on twitter which uh, is uh, Joby
1: uh, JoJo. Job, Jojo. yes
0: uh, anything else you want to pimp out while we're here
1: not right now, no. But there's no. some stuff coming. Yes.
0: Stuff coming. Yeah. Yep. Um next week I think we've got a few things we can talk about. Um I don't know if we can tease anything yet, but that we got stuff. We got stuff coming next week. So should be okay. another exciting show of this podcast that we do every week. Yep. But thanks every for listening, week. on we'll <laughs> even when, when there isn't
1: exciting stuff. Even when it's just boring stuff, we'll still tell you it's probably going to be exciting. Cuz that's like what we we'll do. 4000 Dracula oh my god we should do it we should make it who's the worst rapper you can get for Dracula 4000 uh, Machine Gun Kelly oh my god that'd be awful well no who's that dude who went to jail and snitched on everyone I don't know <laughs> fucking Takashi 6 9 or whatever the fuck his name is is that his fucking... IQ as well <laughs> <laughs> yes yes we'll get him in And uh, and then we'll tell him we'll pay him a percentage of the fucking profits of whatever the fucking film makes. Like Hmm. we'll give him some fucking ludicrous amount, and then we'll ludicrous. There you go. ludicrous is amazing. He's in fucking the (laughs) fastest. He's already in fucking. He's already in too many fucking films. Um, uh, but then we'll Hollywood fucking accounting out out of any fucking money, which is why him because he's a piece of shit. Um, Who plays the Dracula? Uh, I don't know. Someone German, probably. It's always someone German. What about The Rock? The the Rock is Dracula. (laughs) That'd That'd be a fucking That'd be a twist. Yeah. That'd be something. And it's called
0: The Rock Four Thousand because he's he's four thousand kilos.
1: I don't know what. (laughs) What? It can't be four thousand. Yeah, that would be huge. That's four tons. That's like an elephant. Yeah. It's too big. It's All right. That's a show. All right. Bye. (laughs)